Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, say, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. Ninjabling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to ninjabling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Pseudo Show Podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels, not the shaft. Online at ninjabling.com. Rizzuto. Rizzuto. Rizzuto? I think, I think you're. I think you're correct. I think maybe one or two decent ones banked from before the uh, before the outage. So I don't know. After that, you're on your own to find local freaks. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're thank God for the thank God for the international version of Craigslist. Thank God. Yeah. Thanks, Craig. Thanks, Craig. You douche. Well, there was something that was uh, kind of bothering me yesterday. It was we talked about we had talked about uh, you know that powerplex sports complex mm-hmm. that's being proposed for up in Hazelwood, and I think we opened up the show yesterday with with talking about this, and uh, the uh, county executive Steve Sanger, Steve Sanger asking for money to build, and, I, and I'm reading here 
to build a regional sports complex in Hazelwood. The Powerplex project is a $92 million development featuring a dome for indoor sports, including baseball, and it will be built at the site of the St. Louis Outlet Mall, also known as the Mills. And on Tuesday, Steve Stenger asked the St. Louis Convention and Visitors Commission to contribute $6 million towards the project. And the official said they are considering the request. Have you seen mock-ups of this thing? That's huge. Now, remember, this was the this was the project that was supposed to be done out in Chesterfield. But apparently some people out there love the swamp. And they'd rather have that than mm-hmm. this. Oh, it's pretty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, we had, you know, we had talked about it yesterday. And, you know, I talked about how the mills is basically dead. I mean, there's, there's a handful of stores. Remember 10 years ago, that was a thriving, thriving mall. Yeah. I remember when that thing first opened. Yeah, that playground. To, to such fanfare. People used to go there just for the playground. Just to take their kids. Get, Drop them off. Oh, yeah, there was a whole there. section of that place that was all playground. Yeah. Yeah, the NASCAR. Uh, the, the NASCAR. Oh, yeah, that was super cool. Thing they had there, they had the uh, the, had the mini golf inside. Mm-hmm. The they neon. had, um, oh, the indoor skateboarding park. Oh yeah, the Tony yeah. Hawk. Oh yeah. yeah, that was sweet. That was pretty badass. And pins, is that right? The bowling alley. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh uh, gosh, yeah, uh, high end bowling alley. Yeah, right? what was that? Uh, no kidding. Yeah, it was right by the ice rink. Yeah, lucky, lucky, lucky strike. Yeah, right as you walked into right where the the ice rink was. Yeah. It was right there on the left. Lucky strike, high end. Real nice. No kidding. Yeah. Oh yeah, real nice, real nice. And and you know the the skating rink there yeah. where the Blues practice. Mm-hmm. And from what I read, why it's empty now is when they first opened up, they gave tax breaks to all the stores there. The tax breaks lasted for ten years, and then once the tax breaks ran out, expired, everybody picked up and moved. Mm. I, I, listen, I don't know if that's true or not. That's what somebody... Seems to make sense. Yeah, yeah. somebody told me that. Now, all right, that makes sense. Probably 100 variables, and they all converged at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now being there last year, I mean, it's a dead mall. It'd be the perfect location for a horror movie. Yeah, would. So we posted the headline on our Twitter page. And then somebody replied to the posting and... Just wrote hashtag welfare for millionaires. And I guess they're saying welfare for millionaires because I guess the county executive is requesting $6 million from from the state. And it got me thinking for a second. Okay. Welfare for millionaires. This is kind of why the... Soccer stadium failed down here. So what is this? So they're going to build this thing, a huge project, which would bring people to the region, Mm -hmm. which would get those people to spend their money here. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is good for the economy. Otherwise, that place is going to sit there and rot. Right. 
You're you're saying that as the new complex being a success, though. I think some of these people are be like, oh, here we go with another thing. With another thing that I'm, well, I'm, I'm sure it's another thing I'm not going to use. Right, I'm not going to use it, so why I, should I vote on I it? I don't, or I'm not going to go to the Powerplex. Yeah, who cares? You know, I don't have kids that. I don't care about soccer downtown. I'm not going to go to that. But isn't it an investment in your community? And listen, investments, some things fail, some things are great successes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. you roll the dice. That's why you put your money in the stock market. That's why you invest in businesses and companies. Well, essentially, anytime you buy a house, you're investing in that neighborhood. You're not just investing in your property. You're investing in anything that goes on with your property that, that helps the tax revenue, that helps the neighborhood, that helps the value stay up, to have, that helps the city in general. So it, it's, it's a, everybody's so burned by the, by the, by the, uh, the dome recently that it's just so fresh. Yeah, and, and I'm, I see it from his side, too. I'm trying to see it from both angles here. Sure, there are people that are the higher-ups of this Powerplex thing that will probably make a lot of money off this. Sure. That's part of the reason why they're doing it. They're in business. Yes, it's, business. A, it's a business. Yeah. But at the same time, you got to weigh that against, okay, so what's out there now? A dead mall that nobody goes to. That if, if somebody doesn't come in, it's just going to stay that way. Right. And it's just going to be an empty lot eventually. Where it's a complete waste. Or you invest $6 million and you build something that people from far and wide will hopefully come to and use. And again, spend their money in in the community. Yeah, you- I, I, I'm sorry, Jeff. I think a lot of people are saying, though, like, listen, the concept behind this, this Powerplex is great. But the area sucks and they don't want it there. They don't want it there. Because if, if an outlet mall can't make it there, how is this going to make it there? I think this is different. Yeah, I think it's different because parents got to find places for their kids to play, but whatever not, the sport this is. This is not retail, though. No. I mean, there's some, I think there's supposed if, to be some in it, but it's not based on, it's not anchored by retail, I don't think. If I'm, if I'm bringing a big softball tournament, a big baseball tournament, a big anything tournament to the St. Louis area... And they go, hey, there's that Powerplex. It's up in Hazelwood. I'm going, I ain't going there. Then there's, where are you going to go? There's no lodging near it. There's no lodging yeah, near it. Yeah, but I think they're going to put hotels there. Isn't that okay. part of the complex? I thought that was part of yeah. it. You know, I wonder what Kansas City did. <clears throat> I don't know if you guys have been down there. Have you, have you guys ever been over to the soccer stadium or the, uh-uh. any of that area? No. So they had a team in the MLS. Not good. Not didn't do well. Team goes away. It looks like Kansas City is not going to have anything. And all of a sudden, they build this soccer stadium. And I mean, there's a lot of complexes. I don't even know what all they have out there. But it was out in the middle of the nowhere. Uh, out in the middle of nowhere. And it was huge. I'm talking acres and acres and acres and acres of complex and hotels and restaurants. And when you first went out there for the first, I'm I'm talking like two years on a normal day. It looked like a ghost town. It looked like a bad idea. Like, what the hell? Just kind of like the, the, the Mills Mall at, at first mm-hmm. or, or this. And I'm telling you, every time I've been out there in the last couple of years, it is booming. It is bustling. Not just with the professional soccer team or the, the U.S. matches that they brought in, but all the youth stuff and all the tournaments. And those hotels are always full and those restaurants do super well. And it is booming. And I don't know what they did. I don't know what kind of investment they required from city or county or anything. I don't know. But I think it's worth looking into because that was, that's been a big success. Well, and, and Patrico's argument with it being in a weird location, then the guy shouldn't hashtag welfare, mil- welfare for millionaires. Oh, I think, I think, yeah, I think, location then. listen, I think, I think what, what, what that guy's saying is, I don't agree with what he's saying. 
I, I'm saying that that that's a poor location for that. Like, I, honestly, and I know, you know, it seems biased because I live out that way or whatever, but there's that spot in, in St. Peter's, which I think would be perfect for. <laughs> Next to your house? No, 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 no. <laughs> right there at that, like, 370, like, kind of by Lakeside Park where they were looking at. And, and Dan Bucket mentioned that he was looking in that area as well. Yeah. Like, I think that's perfect for that because it's right off of 370, easily accessible by 70. Yeah, this is a little bit further down 370. Dan, Dan Buck is, is one of the guys behind the Powerplex thing. I think Mike Matheny, too. Mm-hmm. Or at least he was. Or at least he was. Assuming he's still into it? Thing. I don't know. It says here that that the proposal shows that so the that the remaining tenants in the Mills Mall will be offered deals to open their shops at the Powerplex. Oh wow, that's uh-huh. a great idea. That's about the best solution for the people okay, that are still so there. Did did the city or state contribute anything to Ballpark Village? Are you asking because you know? I no, want, I don't know. I want to say that's one did. of the things that delayed it for so long pretty sure that issue what how it was solved i don't know but i don't think most people knew that we did for the dome when the rams came here and bent over backwards for it <clears throat> until obviously it was listen there are good deals and there are bad deals right and you take and you roll the dice and you take a gamble i don't know i see i see some of this stuff as progress and i see i see it right now at the at the mills there being nothing there right and if you don't invest in that space, there's going to be nothing there. Yeah. And it is capitalism. Yeah. These millionaires are partnering with a city or county, and they're both investing in something working. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just, it got me thinking that that guy, hashtag welfare for millionaires. I was all, I'm all excited about progress. I like it. I do too. I love the idea behind it. I think it's fantastic. And again, I believe it would have done Amazing in Chesterfield. Yeah, seems- yeah. Imagine what that, the was, top golf that was. That was that was literally then- the best place yeah. for for this thing. I mean, the best. Yeah. The more we talk about it, the more it seems like missed opportunity. Yeah, there. but that swamp yeah. out there is so nice. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know, we give them crap for that, but what was the reasoning? Was it because they didn't want to sell their lease, like the the land lease? Yeah, it was a money thing, and it was and the, and the thing. people of uh, people of Chesterfield oh. didn't want to pay for it. Remember MSD. Was like, hey, we'll put the sewer lines out there for you. Yeah. Like, we'll put the sewer lines out there. Hmm. Is that completely off the table? Is there some sort of chance? That- oh, no, I think it's done there. Yeah. Well, now they're putting an ice arena, an ice rink. Oh, in that spot? I thought it was not going in that right spot. Down the road. It's going to go across the across the road, I believe. I think the swamp is going to be the swamp, so we're good there. They could have just put some refrigeration inside the swamp there and just freeze the uh-huh. swamp and just skate on that. <laughs> and uh-huh. and and some of the some of the big players behind this powerplex thing, they bring up a good point about the Hayeswood location though. They say, "Listen, we're the only ones that are going to be interested in buying this land and doing something with this building and, and changing this. If not, the mall will go bankrupt. It will sit here forever." Nobody's going to want to touch it. Nobody's going to want to do anything with this. It will sit here. So let us take this land. We'll clean everything up. We'll put this powerplex here, and at least something will be here. Well, no, they're hoping. I, I don't think this is just for St. Louis people to use. This is a regional no, no, no. I, yeah, I sports know. complex for people from around the area, not just St. Louis. Yeah, I didn't say the that. surrounding area to come and have tournaments and. And use that space. Yeah. 
and it's not retail based. And the Mills Mall just happened to be built right at the time where internet sales and all that skyrocketed and yeah, destroying malls. Timing. Yeah, yeah. Hey, the first two two years, two and a half, maybe even three years of the Mills Mall. I remember going there and like we would go there when I worked at the shoe store and we would, you know, do holiday help over there. I mean, they were slammed. Mm-hmm. Like it was insanity over there. I remember a point tone exactly what you're talking about where it was hard to find a parking spot oh, anywhere near the near it, a well, building unless you're over by what was it Cabela's or I, what was that it was when, over there? It was when Cabela's, there was yeah. when there was lines to get into the damn movie theater. Yeah. Right, well, Ryan on on Twitter now giving us crap. Hey, uh Ratio location has nothing to do with it being welfare for millionaires. You guys should talk a big game when it isn't near your house. What? Did you not just hear us say that? Like, I, I don't agree with the welfare <laughs> for millionaires. I'm just saying the downside of it being put there. Are there a lot of houses there? There's almost none. But it's, it's, it's right it's, off the highway. It's, it's right, right off the highway intersection ish ish yeah, kind of sort of. It it is right where like St. Charles meets Hazel. There. Yeah. <laughs> this this guy this guy just if he's, it, if, he's looking for something to just if this about. is by his house would he rather have an empty mall or a bustling business there you know what I mean I, I don't are there a lot of houses around there I, I don't know I'm just saying if if his house is by it what would you rather have <laughs> yeah if you're by if you live there by there now. okay at some point there was a lot of activity. And now there's not, so you'd rather have an empty lot there. I, right. I, I don't. You gotta it. have the tax revenue to fix the roads. There's that. Yeah, and I and I saw somebody else on police and the, and yeah. the firefighters. I, I want tax revenue to make sure everything is going well. And I saw somebody else on on Twitter hit us up and said, you know, based on on the past, amateur indoor sports doesn't do very well in that area or in general. You, what you what you don't get is like. Essentially, think of this as a dome. It's not an indoor baseball field. It's a baseball field that happens to be indoors. Like it's not like a Jamestown Sports Complex or Rivers Edge or whatever it's called now, where where they play indoor soccer. They all of a sudden are playing baseball. Like this thing is massive. It's huge. Yeah, look at the look at the renderings of it. It's 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 a it's a big thing. Yeah, it is. Ah, somebody here in the chat room says, hey, remember, do you guys know where the old Chrysler plant is? <laughs> yeah, that's for sale. It's still for sale, yeah. I always thought that'd be a great place for a soccer stadium. Yeah, too. why has nothing been done with that? There's got to be something. I think it's all, they're selling it for like um, office buildings and stuff. What that's what the sign made it look like. Cockroaches. <laughs> I remember when they were trying to find a spot for the dome and people were like, that would be perfect. You just make that area or not, not the dome for the new stadium for the, for the Rams. You make that area like you can have your own parking. You can build restaurants and shops there. Yeah. Like, listen, that didn't work. Though. Good the Rams luck to everybody involved in the Powerplex. Went to L.A. Good luck to everybody involved, and good luck to the community. You know, in in hopes that whatever's best for them happens. Somebody just emailed in and said the mills went downhill because too many parents were using it as a babysitter and too many fights. Law-abiding citizens didn't want to shop there no more. I mean, maybe, is it, is it, isn't a mall in general? It. I mean, I don't know. Isn't a mall in general a big babysitting mm-hmm. place? Drop off your kids? Maybe that's a part of it. I don't know. Okay. I don't think that's the whole thing. On, I don't guys. think so either. It's the fact that stores for, started to leave. I was going to say, don't forget Mills is a mall, and it's like the fifth mall in the area that used to be a success and isn't there anymore. Yes. So uh, <clears throat> I don't think it's just, just a Mills problem. Yeah. I think what Scott said was the timing was the whole thing. They built it, and that's when everybody started ordering online. That was right around that time-ish. 
Or uh, not not too far after that, I should say. Northwest right. Plaza, Crestwood Plaza, soon to be Chesterfield, Mills. They're all gone. All dead malls. Mm-hmm. But ah, let's just keep them up. <laughs> let's just keep them up there. Why not? <laughs> then we'll start charging money for tours of dead malls. There we go. That's it. That's where yeah. our revenue comes from. <laughs> We get a double-decker bus mm-hmm. and just and go just around drive town. Around. Yeah. Just drive around all the malls. You can almost Five smell the Orange Julia still. <laughs> there used to be a Sam Goody here. Five bucks ahead. <laughs> On your left, in 1988, they sold pogs. Selled. Selled pogs. Yeah. They sold pogs. All right, our uh, phone number 314. <laughs> Took me back to 1988. Our phone number 314-969-DUDE. 314-969-3833. Cameras in chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. On the socials. At R I Z Z Show and your emails, rizshow one zero five seven thepoint dot com. Jeff, emails. Yeah, baseball season is here, and apparently that's the season where you say, "Ah, little day baseball." When the Cardinals are having day games, and Paul would like to know why you say that. Is there some sort of meaning behind it? Yeah, you know why? Because it's a rare thing. Ah, and it's some because day baseball, and it's because they're playing baseball in the day. Yeah, uh-huh. that uh-huh. is the hidden hidden meaning behind it, Paul. Ah, little uh, little day baseball, huh? There, Patrico. Can I pull the curtain back just a little bit? Do you mind? Go ahead. When Riz says, "Hey guys, I'm going to the kitchen to get coffee," he says that because he's going to the kitchen to get coffee. Uh huh. So when he says there's day baseball, <laughs> it's baseball during the day. It's, it's not like when I go, "Hey, yeah, first pitch tonight is at eight forty, and he goes, "Hey, a little bit of day baseball." I mean. It's when there's a game during the day. Well, I, I think it should be highlighted because during the week, there's not a lot of day baseball. That is a good point. And when it's not 34 degrees outside, it's a fun thing to do. I can't wait for you guys to uh, stay tuned to uh, sports. Hey, a little night baseball, huh? He'd also like to know... Oh, a little uh, day baseball today? <laughs> well, well, now we'll have to see. Uh, Gone Forever, see in Hell, Big Boy. Does it say hepatitis in the middle? What is that from? Yeah, yes, hepatitis, see you later. Hepatitis C is a thing. <laughs> so if you look it up in fact email or if you could go to the old uh web md and look up a uh, hepatitis c and then see you later with the ball going kind of a play on words <laughs> uh-huh like it's a home run so see you later ball and then you combine hepatitis with that hepatitis see you later gone forever hepatitis see you later See you in hell, big boy. Okay. Next. Paul would also like to know what is hell all about. I think enough. Okay. <laughs> enough of Paul. Paul would like to know how babies are made. Scott can take this one. All right. Uh, we talked about uh, the big orgy, uh, the, the record-breaking orgy that's happening, yes, happening in Vegas. in Vegas this summer, yes. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, I will be taking the summer off in Vegas, <laughs> just so you know. Uh, there's a, we have a listener here who wants to be uh, named Anonymous who used to work in hotels, and one of the hotels he worked in uh, had one of these one of these swinger lifestyle kind of weekends. Yeah, so in Vegas, I think they're taking over the NBC Suites. Mm-hmm. I want to say June 11th. June 2nd. Let me look at my phone. June 2nd. <laughs> I just, you know, I, I just looked at his I, airline I, I, ticket. To be honest with you, I'm not 100% sure. All right. Well, in June, <laughs> they're going for the world record. I think they have over 1,000 people already signed up for this giant orgy. And I guess, I guess they bought every room out of the NBC suites. And according to our listener, that's how it happens. Missouri has a quote-unquote lifestyle group that rents out hotels all across Missouri. And the way they do it is they rent every single room for every day of their event. 
And if you work at the hotel, you do not have to work there. If you want to work on, on while this group is there, you actually get time and a half. <laughs> And uh, the hotel comes with just minimal staff, usually just a front desk employee, one to three housekeepers, and one to three maintenance people. No, Again, no one is forced to work there. However, because they rent out the entire hotel, they're allowed to do whatever they want, wherever they want. Wow. wow. Yeah. Heard stories of a group of people sitting naked in the lobby uh, on the couch. Keep that in mind. And a woman just goes over to the guy in mid-conversation, says, let's do this. And they just start getting right on. Right huh? Sometimes without the conversation even stopping. Oh, my God. <laughs> they have hotel rooms set aside with doors open and signs that tell you what's going on in that particular room. They even have an itinerary if you want to follow the crowd for this certain events. This is the uh, Monopoly room where we just play Monopoly in here. <laughs> in terms of cleaning, it is very thorough. I would imagine. Comforters and all. Uh, these groups are pretty respectful of the hotel. Doubt they uh, the the remotes are violated at all. Oh boy, toys are provided. Having said that, this is a very respectful group that has a lot of rules and make sure non-members aren't affected, like the kids and the families and stuff are not affected by the group doing anything that anyone can see. I had somebody reach out to me on social media who is a friend, is what I was saying. So I down. mean, they are. I know them. Let's just put it that way. And they are involved in this lifestyle. And they say at the hotel they do it at, so you get in the hotel room and you hit floor seven. Okay? And you go up the elevator to floor seven. The door's open. And there's a hotel staff member there that says, sorry, this floor is closed. Oh, oh if wow. you're not involved in it. Correct. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. And there are rules that, like, from room 702 to 711 which is in sight of the elevator, nothing can go on there. You have to be fully dressed mm. and proper between those rooms. But to the left and to the right... Anything goes. Caligula, th baby. They, they said there literally is rooms where like, this is the room that has the whips. This is the room that has a pool full of jello. This is the room where only older 65-plus married couples go. Ah. This And it's like... Man, it's like stations, stations of the cross. Is but it sexy? Is it, is it Jello with the fruit in it? Do you know? Uh, no, I don't. Jeff. That's wild. And then four days makes, later, we're staying. Makes in a difference. Rooms. Yeah, it really makes a difference, Tom. That's wild. So what's the date on that? <laughs> May thirtieth through June third. May thirtieth through. You have June to bring 3rd. your own Jello. Mm -hmm. Of course you do. Jello is not provided ever. <laughs> Next, got another email about the wooing. This emailer here says they are a loyal weirdo. I love the idea of the woo, but the execution is what ruins it. Tony likes to say that the people wooing would be yelling things regardless. This Woo! email is actually fine with that because it would at least be uh, pertaining to the game. This guy equates the woo to the vuvuzela. Is that how you say no. it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. One is fine, but an entire stadium full of them makes the sport unwatchable for the person at home or even in person. That's why FIFA banned them. Hashtag I shaved for this. <laughs> oh, P.S. Grown Ups is terrible. They didn't leave their name, though. So the woo is like the vuvuzela or however you say Remember it. that was a big thing when the uh, World yeah. Cup was in yeah. South, South America? Yeah. I thought it was, no, I think it was South Africa. South, South Africa, yeah. South, South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> so he's saying woo in moderation. Yeah, moderation with the woo. Okay. I think that we've all settled on that. We've all agreed on that, I think. I think so. Yeah. Okay.
Next. Another anonymous one. Do you guys ever get tired of giving out relationship advice for people? No. I'm not saying you're not qualified advice givers, but you're a morning talk show. You're not Dr. Phil. (laughs) Do we ever get tired of it? (laughs) Well, listen, people seem to need our help. Yeah. And hell, 95% of the time we don't give an answer. So (laughs) people seem to need our help. And I, I can, I can't shut the door to that. No. You need us. Yeah. We're like superheroes. To be fair, Dr. Phil is a morning show on TV in the afternoon. It's true. Basically. Guys, not all superheroes wear capes. (laughs) (laughs) Here's a good idea. Let's all get drunk. (laughs) That was the last story. (laughs) What are you doing, you effing little bitch? Ew. Oh, Oh, boy. All right. Thank you. Anything else? One more? If you'd like, sir. Sure. Yeah. Okay. One more. Uh, email it here. No name on this one either. Grew up with dogs and never got the appeal of pets like fish, like Gary with Riz and yes. Larry over there with Patrico. Uh-huh. But since I heard so much about the joy of Gary uh, bringing uh, to Riz and Larry to the Patricos, <laughs> I was all in when the wife asked about getting one for our two-year-old daughter. I now know what Riz means when he says that Gare Bear is... Happy to see him every time he comes home. It's not even been a week out, but OJ, which is their fish's name, is already a part of our day. My daughter asked to feed him and even asked how his nap is when she wakes up from her nap. Why would you name your fish after a murderer? Orange juice, man. Maybe he's just a big fan of orange juice. It could be a goldfish. That's a great point. Uh, I Listen, I said this before. I will say it again. I was a firm believer, a firm believer... That you say, you know, your fish gets excited when you go up to the tank. Mm-hmm. I was a firm believer that you are full of ish. I take back everything I say because I'm telling you, when I walk up to that tank to feed Larry, he goes nuts. He goes nuts. He knows that he's being fed. And when my and when my wife walks up, the reaction is not the same. He knows that I'm going to say, "How you doing, Larry?" Does she tap on the tank? They hate that. I don't, they hate that. I don't know if she taps on the tank. <laughs> they hate that. But yeah, she just... Your fish probably... <laughs> like, knock it off. He probably hates your wife. I wouldn't doubt she's that. A, if she's a tank tapper... I don't think she's a tank tapper. <laughs> I'm a tank tapper. Maybe it's maybe, maybe the guy that has the uh, the fish name OJ, maybe the cat's name is Gatorade or something. You know, you never know. You never know. It could be. Yeah, I'd like to know what the, what the name's all about. Hmm. You name your fish after a murderer. Huh, not cool. And now, here is today's Mattress Direct Team Riz member of the day. All right, today's Team Riz member of the day is from Robertsville, Missouri. It's Christina Jesser. Hey! Way to go, Christina. We're all proud of you around here in this place. Christina says uh, it's a long drive from Robertsville to Ellisville for work every morning. But listening to the Riz Show makes it fly by. After work, Christina hits up the podcast on Spotify whenever they update it. Now listen, sometimes the, the podcast is not up on Spotify. It's not our fault. Right. That's a Spotify issue. They get to it eventually, don't they? I guess so. I don't know. We got nothing to do with them. Spotify's a fly-by-night operation. It'll be gone before long. <laughs> Unless they get their crap together. She said she tried listening uh, while she was at the gym once, but laughed so hard during Freak of the Week that she lost her balance and went face-first into the treadmill. <laughs> it's not funny. 
Uh, Christina says, Riz, thank you for being you. Jeff, hope you don't get fired again. Patrico, thanks. thanks for having a sense of humor when everybody gives you a hard time. And Moon, your optimistic life views have made me more aware of my pessimistic tendencies. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right, there you go. Christina Jesser from Robertsville. You are the Team Riz member of the day. Get that super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. So, yeah, the guy named this fish OJ. Is it OJ Swimson? Is that... Uh, if that seems is that to make case, sense, yeah. If yeah. that's the case, that makes sense. Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. So why you name your fish after a murderer. Yeah, but OJ Swimson. Pretty good response. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. And no... My fish, Gary, did not murder. Says who? There's a short list of suspects. I think. Just because we're past the first 48 doesn't mean. Greg died, (laughs) but there's no evidence of Gary killing Greg. There's no evidence that says he did not either. Has Gary shown any remorse whatsoever? It's an open. It's a cold. It's a cold water case. Listen, I think I think Greg died of natural causes. Here's my here's my <laughs> question. Not what I asked you. Did Gary show up to Greg's funeral? Did you see the look on his face didn't look natural to me. This is this is a this is serious. Did Gary show up to Greg's funeral? When I took Greg out of the tank and put him right in the garbage? Did he did he show up and, and can't leave his tank. he didn't have transportation? <laughs> then he did it. Rizzuto. Right, welcome back. So it was your daughter, Jeff, that said she wanted to go to Coachella? Yes. And she is currently 15. Last time I checked. Is that is that the thing? Like that's the end all be all for kids. I they don't see know how man. cool it is, and got to go to Coachella. They see all the superstars and celebrities there. That's probably has something <clears throat> a lot to do with it with her at least. I mean, she is kind of an old soul too, and she likes all kinds of different music, and she mm-hmm. likes to explore things that she's never. You know, just go out on a limb kind of thing. But I think m- mostly it's because she probably in her social media feed yeah. she sees oh. Rihanna's at Coachella right. looks like a blast, and look at the look at what the Kardashians are wearing backstage. Right. But I think perception is not reality. I've only really been to one. Now nah, I've been to a couple actually, maybe two or three, uh, big festival shows. A la Coachella, mm-hmm. I've been to Lollapalooza in Chicago. I did Coachella in oh four or five something like that. I was at uh, Woodstock '99. I was at the original Woodstock. Mm-hmm. In you were, yes. whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen the pictures. <laughs> that was your college trip, right? right. <laughs> From a master's. But just remember, kids, on social media, what you're seeing is set up shots. You're not seeing the reality of what what it's really like. Yeah, yeah. If you see a picture of uh, Miley Cyrus somewhere, she ain't, she ain't out in the crowd with everybody. She's not near you. She ain't roughing it. Nor will you be able to get near her. No, she's not roughing it at, at all. And the New York Post had an article yesterday. Even Beyonce can't stop Coachella from sucking. <laughs> and they write, if your social media feed was a buzz with snaps from the annual Coachella Festival this weekend, it probably looked like an idyllic gathering of the world's most beautiful people all living their best lives while watching the biggest music acts in the world. But Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and Snapchat, they're lying to you. It's true that this weekend's festival featured some of Pop's A-list, including headline sets from The Weeknd and Eminem and Beyonce. But for most attendees, Coachella is a grueling weekend that could leave you shattered, broke, and possibly suffering 
from a respiratory infection. <laughs> and they and they go down the reasons why the festival isn't quite what it's painted to be. Again, you're just seeing the good parts. So number one, it's the dust. Do you enjoy breathing? Well, the desert dust at Coachella will put an unceremonious end to that. There's nothing remotely glamorous about hacking up brown phlegm and desperately calling every pharmacy in the Palm Desert area to ask if they stock neti pots. <laughs> you know the neti pot. You put the, the one end in one nostril and you put the nose up and the oh, water goes up and through your nostril. Oh, you're supposed to put that in your nose. Yes. <laughs> they say it's amateur hour. The crowd of Coachella is particularly, lo- uh, particularly young. And that means having to dodge people dabbing, uh, dabbling in narcotics for the first time. And the author writes, at one point during a set by Alt-J, a young man came up to me and nervously asked me for, quote, some kind of pill. I was sorely tempted to give him one of my antihistamine tablets, <laughs> send him on his merry way. Watching everything from miles away, Coachella's so sprawling that unless you're willing to stay in one spot all day and have a camel-like ability to go without water, you're not going to be in the front or even the middle for your favorite acts. They say Cardi B's set was so well attended that the crowd stretched back for two football fields. At that point, you you could watch it with greater, uh, greater clarity on Periscope. I remember that with Dave Matthews when I was there. It was like I could hear Dave Matthews, but I was literally mm-hmm. looking around going, I don't even know where the stage is. It was so many <laughs> oh, that people was the there. Same, that was the same at Lollapalooza with uh, Rage Against the Machine played. Yeah. And if you're not... There's still people trying to get out from the barricade. Right if, yeah, if you're not up front <laughs> or on the side or, or backstage, I mean, you're three miles away. Yeah. Oh, I think I hear Rage. They say traffic, traffic, and more traffic. Unless you're camping, you'll spend several hours of your Coachella experience in a car. The incoming traffic to the site during the day is a major buzzkill. But the feeling of being dehydrated, drunk, hungry, and exhausted while stuck in a parking lot at 1M opens up an unimaginable netherworld of existential pain. Yeah, and if you're thinking about sending your 15, 16, 17-year-old kid, boy or girl, whatever, by herself, himself, uh, with a big crowd, keep this in mind. The, the camping area... That's just drug central, or at least it was when I was there. And, I, and all I did was, and I was staying in a hotel down the street because I was being taken care of uh, by a sponsor. But I walked through the camping area so I would have that experience. And there's people just standing around. I remember seeing a, a girl, all she had on was underwear, standing in the middle of the aisle of, you know, camping on the right and left, just standing there with a sign, a handmade sign that said, selling uh, weed. And then the other side of it, it said, I need weed. Uh, that it was just like that everywhere in the camping area. Uh, even the hygiene is oh. disgusting. There like need to be gross. hygiene before it could be disgusting. It was disgusting. I used to attend and play. My bands played uh, this festival that was in Central Illinois. Same thing, but as a week, mm. a week oh, long, mm, and I did mm, it for oh a boy. week, year after year after oh year. Boy. And I would play too. So we'd drive a pickup truck with all of our gear, and we'd play probably I don't know two or three different sets depending on the stage mm-hmm. and the times. Plus the camping. I, I, I told that story about the lightning hitting the tree and melting yeah, my yeah, tent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was out there. I, pl- I played that night. I mean, it was crazy. But this was like a Christian music festival, right? Hmm. And still, every once in a while, you would see some of those similar things. Yeah, yeah. This is the final one here they bring up. 
celebrity sightings. And this is what everybody sees in People Magazine mm-hmm. and on TMZ and in your Snapchat and, and Instagram feeds. Celebrity sightings, parentheses, or lack thereof. Good luck getting that quick selfie with the Beebs and Riri in the VIP section. All the true stars are chauffeured around backstage and kept as far away from the plebes as possible. So unless you are desperate to get a picture with the guy who does sound for Portugal the Man, (laughs) you're out of luck. Conclusion, if you're going to Coachella just to say you're going to Coachella, then go to Coachella. If you want to see some good music and not feel like you're in an overheated dust bowl with 100,000 people, just stay home and watch the live stream. <laughs> Does sound like it was written by somebody that's kind of a hater on that stuff, because I'm sure there are thousands, tens of thousands that really enjoy the full experience. I enjoyed camping for seven days and doing music 24 hours a day. It was, it was the greatest for me, man. And remember, that's in Illinois, so every time it would rain, they put hay everywhere, think, and it just smelled like pigs. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it smelled like pigs and rot, rotting this, hay. I, I don't think it's a, that's about hating. That's about tampering expectations. And it's a bit of a cautionary tale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not about, I don't think that article is about hating. That's reality. That's what it, that's what it is. It's reality for don't the writer. Expect to, no, that's reality for everybody. This is, this is the writer's experience as a Coachella concert goer. Right, the writer's experience. Yeah, the writer's experience. I'm just telling you, I, th- I think there's pl- probably plenty of, you know, festival goers. They had a great time. They weren't, weren't calling looking for, uh, uh, f- you know, for uh, a- a- a respiratory issues or, or this or that and really enjoyed themselves. I'm, I'm sure they I'm did. I'm just saying. Great. Yeah, yeah they were time. in the VIP area. Have a good time right. next to Bieber. But don't expect <laughs> don't to, yeah, don't expect to hang out with uh, you know Paris Hilton. There is Hell there yeah. is a section at Coachella where it's a like a kind of water park ish where there's you know just streams of water flying off of fountains and things like yeah. that so you can go you know splash a little water. No, people are taking full on showers. Yeah, in I there. have one of those in my house. It's a shower. <laughs> yes, <laughs> no, that, that's the funny thing. It, at that festival, anytime it would rain, all the smart people will be out with their soap and shampoo right. taking a shower yeah. in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> did I say that's not for me? Because or did I, I believe that? the influencer <laughs> show crap on celebrities? So when you're going next year, right? Broadcasting live from there right. all weekend. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real Provel cheese. Uh, pro, pro wrestling legend died yesterday. Bruno Sama, Samartino. San Martino. San Martino yes, 82 years old, two months in the hospital. This is just what sucks, is that you lead a life like this guy and an interesting-ass life. And then your last two months you spent in the hospital. That just sucks. Undisclosed issues. Unless, Tony, have you heard anything since yesterday? Nope. Uh, he and his family immigrated from Italy to Pittsburgh in the 50s. After, listen to this, after spending World War II hiding from the Nazis on a remote mountaintop. That's ridiculous. Biggest star in wrestling from the early 60s until his retirement in 81. Two reigns as world champ of the WWF which obviously became the WWE, held the title from 63 to 71 and 73 to 77 as well. And I guess he, re- he even recovered and returned from a broken neck that happened in the ring. Oh, yeah. Back in 1976, he sold out New York's Madison Square Garden almost 200 times. I what a life. Yesterday. 
Bruno San Martino was a wrestler when uh, wrestlers were very hairy. That's the takeaway from the story. <laughs> I mean, just think about it. That's anything, though, back then. <laughs> like, look at the movie stars back then in the in the seventies. Yeah, everybody with their shirts out. Tom Selleck, one of the hairiest sons of bitches ever. Porn Bert back Reynolds, in the seventies. Yeah, yeah, a lot of hair. There was hair everywhere. Wait, what are they even doing? I can't see hair. what they're doing there. <laughs> what? Does somebody comb have... something back so I can see what's going on? Burt Reynolds didn't even have a mustache. That was just a leftover from his shoulders. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, by the way, speaking of uh, wrestling, uh, just announced for uh, Monday's Monday Night Raw over at Scotch Raid, Ronda Rousey will be there. Wow. Big deal. Rowdy Ronda Rousey. She should be at every Monday Night Raw. Why is that? Because she's a full-time wrestler. She's not one of these Brock Lesnar part-time people. Oh, like, speaking of Brock, Le- Brock Lesnar, he's going to be there, now, too. See, now, his announcement, that should be something because he's a part-timer. But, like, Ronda Rousey, is she made it very clear when she signed, like, I'm not going to be here and then gone and then here. Like, she said, I'm going to be a full-time. I'm in. Like Maybe she's kind of easing her way in. Okay. Sexy, but okay. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Maybe that's part of her contract that she's like, hey, I don't want to jump in right away. Let's just ease. But you said she was amazing, though, right, Tom? Fant- It was fantastic. Yeah. Even last week, she was on for 30 seconds, but it was still great. Like, she did, we'll she did we'll great. See Monday. So that's the 70s and the 80s. We can go back to the 80s as well. Yo, MTV Raps fans. Everybody in here remember that? Or you yeah, guys? I, I remember, yeah. I remember okay. it, but I, remember uh, it. I was near the tail end of it. Right. Well, they're going to be, uh, you're, you're going to want to be at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, June 1, for Yo, MTV Raps, the 30th anniversary experience. Tons of the artists that were on the show when it first ran from 88 to 95 are going to be there. Big Daddy Kane will be there. Uh, Eric B., uh, Dougie Fresh, KRS One. Boogie Down Productions. Was it, uh, Fat Five Freddy was the host? Uh, Flava Flav. I thought KRS-One was. The host? Wait. No, no, no. That's right. I could see them. I can see their faces. The host of MTV, Yo! MTV Raps was... Fab Five Freddy, Ed Lover, and Ed Dr. Ed Dr. Dre. Lover. That's who I was thinking of, Ed yeah, Lover. Da- and, da- and it was the, the other Dr. Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre. Not, yeah, not- it was the D-O-C-T-O-R Dre. Mm-hmm. So that's just a few of them. There's going to be a ton of people there. Who's actually a real doctor, podiatrist. I did not know that. (laughs) All right, this is a section I like to call celebrities doing other celebrity impersonations. Will Smith told an amazing story. Can you imagine being trapped in a closet with Michael Jackson? Okay. Broom closet at the BET Awards. Michael Jackson's dad, so this was several years ago. But something was happening uh, with Suge Knight was starting a whole bunch of trouble. So Will Smith jumps into a closet, a broom closet, to get away from all the ruckus. And as it turns out, somebody else was in there as well. I'm standing there and I got my head up against the door and I'm listening. And people are running and I'm hearing screaming and all of that stuff. I'm listening and listening and all of a sudden it starts to get quiet. And I hear, hey, oh, and I turn around and Michael Jackson is behind me in the closet. I was like, oh, Mike? He's like, hey, how you doing? Oh, what? hey, what's up, man? What do you think's going on out there? Uh, Sugar them, Sugar them tripping. Sugar's always tripping. All that success, and he can't figure out how to be happy. Yeah, it's crazy, Mike. So you like comic books? Yeah, 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 I love comics, Mike. I love comics. 
I don't know nothing about no comic books, but I got, I'm got i here with Michael Jackson. I ain't going to tell him that. I don't know if I believe it. You're caught in a closet with Will Smith, and he goes, so. So you're saying Michael Jackson is, is without security. Well, no, no, and it goes on to say that the, the cut's way too long, but it goes on to say all of a sudden the door opens and somebody reaches in and grabs Michael, and it's his two security guards, and as they're that pulling makes- him away, Michael Jackson goes, see you, Will. <laughs> That makes more sense. Yeah, that makes, and he said he stayed in the closet. He said, screw it. There was too much craziness going on. For it him. must have been a big closet for them to have a conversation like that. That's a good point. With no coats in it. Yeah. He said he was actually pushed up against the uh, the broom or the mop and the mop bucket and all that stuff. This painted a picture oh, for me anyway. Uh, Julie Bowen tells a story about how Sophia, how do you say her it's last name? Vegara. I like that you did the impersonation because they're on Modern Family together and uh, so uh, Julie Bowen uh, wears granny panties. She likes the full-on cover-everything kind of underwear. Mm-hmm. And on sets of TV shows, a lot of times they like you to wear the thongs because if you're wearing a skirt or something, they just don't want the panty lines. Yeah. But Julie Bowen refuses to wear the thongs. Sophia has her own line of thongs, so this is what happened. And listen to the impersonation of Sophia Vergara. She has her own that underwear line thing that she does now, and she leaves them for me in my room all the time. I thought wardrobe was leaving them for me, because they always leave you a thong, you know, because that's what you're supposed to be wearing under a skirt. I'm like, uh-uh. So I thought they were just leaving me, like, I don't know, underwear. And then one day I realized it was Sophia. <laughs> and I said, did you leave this? She goes, yes, I need somebody with a really tiny butt to try the small size and tell me how they fit. And I was like, and I'm your tiny butt model. She's like, yes. Pretty good. That's a good. That's a good impression. I thought it was. Yeah. That's a good impression. And she's like Julie Bowen's like mid forties. I had no idea she was that old. She still. She looks fantastic. She's smoking hot. Yeah. Uh, thank you. That I wanted to say she, that, but she is. She is a. She, she's she's face work. I she think. is the type of woman where I think she looks better today than she did on Happy Gilmore. That's right. She was the chick from Happy Gilmore. I think her face looks a little frozen in one season, I think, of, of Modern Family. I think she had a lot of the Botox done. Really? She looked good in that little video there, for sure. Uh, Jordan she Peele. She like that frozen upper lip. Mm, got you. I see what you're saying. Jordan Peele made a uh, what is called a doctored video of Obama to show everybody. Remember how not too long ago there's we talked about there's this new technology to where you can make pretty much anybody on video say look like they're saying anything whatsoever. This is. Did you watch this? No. It's on the blog it's, if you want to check it out. It, it's almost kind of scary. Unbelievable. So, so uh, the, the video opens up with Obama sitting there and talking, and he's, he's saying things you wouldn't normally hear him say. And as it turns out, at the end, they do a split screen, and it's actually Jordan Peele talking, doing an impersonation of Obama. But Obama's mouth is moving, and it sounds and looks exactly like it him looks talking. As if, it looks as if Barack Obama's talking. Yeah. We're entering an era in which our enemies can make it look like anyone is saying anything. Can you pause that real quick? Now, that may not sound exactly like Obama for two reasons. Number one, we told you it wasn't. And B, if you're watching the video at the same time, you would have been convinced. Yeah. It's one thing just to hear the impersonation. It's another thing to actually hear the impersonation coming out of the person you're impersonating's mouth. Yeah. And it looking very realistic. Time, Even if they would never say those things. So, uh, for instance, they could have me say things like, uh, I don't know, uh, Killmonger was right, or uh, Ben Carson is in the sunken place, or how about this? Simply, President Trump is a total and complete dipshit. <laughs> now, you see, I would never say these things, at least not in a public address, but 
Someone else would. Someone like Jordan Peele. And they and they cut to the split screen. Right. And it's Jordan Peele talking, but Barack Obama's mouth moving. Yeah, it's crazy. This is a dangerous time. Moving forward, we need to be more vigilant with what we trust from the Internet. That's a time when we need to rely on trusted news sources. It may sound basic, but how we move forward in the age of information is going to be the difference between whether we survive or whether we become some kind of up dystopia. Thank you. Stay woke, bitches. <laughs> that last part was actually Obama. All right, everybody in here got the younger kids here, and I know yes. you guys are all into the movies. So I was on Offspring.com, and they offer a guideline for introducing your kids to horror movies. So you can't take, you know, your six, seven, eight-year-old son and take him right to, you know, The Shining or something like that. Yes. Not that that's playing in theaters currently. Uh, first off, it says here, before the age of five, nothing. Don't do anything horror movie-ish before the age of five. Five to nine is a good time to introduce gentle horror to kids. Horror elements that aren't too unnerving, but they're not completely bland either. So they're for the four that they have here for a kid from five to nine, Nightmare Before Christmas. I was going to say that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know how to pronounce this one, but it is uh, animated. Coraline? Coraline, yeah. Coraline. Coraline, Coraline. Coraline, okay. Coraline yeah. Uh, Monsters, Inc. Okay. Yeah. Hotel Transylvania. Okay. All these animated younger kids have a hard yeah, time okay. telling reality and fantasy apart. So if it's animated, that helps them separate All the right. two. I see that. I yep. think my son did not like Coraline. I think, uh-huh. he, I I think it freaked that. him out. Oh, dude, it's kind of creepy. It's it's uh, creepy. Yeah, it's like half an, anima, animation, half sort of um, is it, Tim, Tim Burton-y looking. Is it, uh, was it not time-lapse? What am I... It's like alternate reality. She like follows a, a cat or something, like an You're evil cat through a You're thinking of it, is, is it claymation? Yeah, it's like claymation, but like, not yeah, with clay. It's, stop it's, motion, that's it's, what yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah, it's Burton-y Thanks. looking okay. in, in that sense. I don't know if it's actual stop motion, but it's meant to look like that. And it is sort of creepy. She goes to like an alternate dimension where her parents have buttons for eyes and they're like perfect parents, but it's, it's this evil sort of world. It, it, it freaked right. my son out. All right, so From, nine to what? Nine to ten, when your little fr- uh, fright freak hits their ninth birthday, you can probably start start breaking them to more mature live action movies. So these three here, Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. Beetlejuice, uh-huh. Gremlins. Oh my god, I was going to say Gremlins too. They I mean and, Damn and it. really it's there's the horror factor but there's also the humor factor as well. I think it's one of the we, reasons why I've seen better. all three of those movies. Beetlejuice I don't think my kids are ready for Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice scares the crap out of me today. I do there's just so much more than just the scary stuff. No, no, no. Age 10 to 13, they go Poltergeist, the original, mm-hmm. The Ring, and then The Conjuring. Non-brutal, PG-13, PG, but still adult scary. No blood and guts. What, what age is this? 10 to 13. Hell no. I'm not showing a 10-year-old The Ring. Are you out of your mind? There's no blood and guts in that. I don't care. It scared the hell out of me at 25. Hmm. And then 13 up, it says The Shining, Get Out, The Innocence, It Follows, Rosemary's Baby, and The Witch. Hmm. Don't know any of those. Well, I know The Shining, obviously. Did you guys ever see Rosemary's Baby? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've never seen it. Sorry, I should say. I've never seen Rosemary's Baby. Did you guys ever see a scary movie too early? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Which which one? uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. For me, it was Halloween. I watched watched Halloween when I was, I want to say, seven. Yeah. Seven or eight. And my sister, my parents left. 
and they went to like some some event and it was me and my sister and okay so my sister was 17 i was seven she was babysitting me but had some friends over and they went into the basement or went into her room and i was by myself yeah and i mean the phone would ring and i would start sobbing <laughs> oh. Like it was, <laughs> and I and I could and, and and no joke, I couldn't watch the Halloween movies yeah. until I was like twenty. But okay, so tell me something. So since you watched it before you knew you were allowed to, let's say, don't you think that when you got the hell scared out of you, that played a part in you going, you know what? There's a reason that my mom said not to watch this. There's like an understanding that you develop on your own. Whereas if I was 10, seeing some of the movies that I saw at 10, because my parents said, now you're ready for this, I think I would have developed an understanding of it that wouldn't have been, you know, like know. as, as self-imposed. discovering on your own, there's something to be said about that. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying I'm, I'm disagreeing with this list. Uh, for parents to say, okay, now you're ready for this. I can I can beat everybody on this. A handful of days before I was in the taken to the ocean for the first time, like on a vacation, I saw the movie Jaws. Oh, and yeah. I spent almost the entire vacation at the hotel pool. Hmm. My grandma's like, why aren't you in the ocean with us, Jeff? Come on. Nope. Oh, no well, thanks. Was it showed to you, or did you see it on your own? I went. I think I was at the movie theater. Oh wow. I was like eight or nine, something like that. Hmm. Wow, damn. Uh, Crabby Birthdays, Maria Sharapova is 31. Hayden Christensen, he is 37. Kate Hudson, 39. James Franco is 40. Jesse James, the uh, tattoo guy from uh, Monster Garage, mm-hmm. he is 49. Ashley Judd is 50. Suge Knight is 53. And today's Burton Birthday of the Day. He's in a ton of movies. He was the OG it, Tim Curry, 72 years Not now. doing great. Not doing mm-hmm. great, though. Uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Victoria Rose. Today's birthday girl has been smashed more than car windows during a hailstorm in 141 fine films, including Drunk Sex Orgy, Where the Wild Hoes Go. Dude, your girlfriend's in a porn. Mom and Dad are banging my friends. The Green Card Cuties. And who can forget her unforgettable role in... Dude, seriously. You banged my sister? <laughs> Victoria Rose is 34 years old. That's your porno birthday, your crappy birthday, and that is your crap on Celebrities. Hey, don't forget, John Patrico's going to be here for the Craigslist Freak of the Week. we got three brand new ads for you. You know, just when I think, huh, humanity's okay, people are all right. You see a story like this. And listen, I make no bones about it. I'm not an animal lover. And, and, I, and I, let me put it this way. I don't want an animal in my house. I don't care about other people owning animals. I know. Listen, I know you guys in this room. You guys love your dogs. Bless you. Yes. Bless you. Jeff's Instagramming all the time about it. I, I saw I saw that you did five miles with your dog the other day. I did. I did. It was a great time. Very much a good bonding experience. Right. I just don't want that for myself. And I, I never want to see animals treated poorly, ever. But this bitch in this video. You are correct. <laughs> a woman in San Antonio recorded another woman just abandoning her four dogs at the end of a dead-end street. Just abandoning them. Literally just get out of the car and get out. This is the proverbial, oh, I'm going to take the dog upstate and open up the door and just let the dog go and drive away. Like, here's that t- on tape. 
Here's what it sounded like. You can drop them off as strays at ACS, Animal Care Services, and it's free. Right, right here by the food bank. Because I'm tired of people dropping off abandoned dogs. I foster for Animal Care Services, and I'm the one that has to take time away from my children to help people who don't want to be responsible for their pets. It's a $500 fine per dog. I mean, you can tell they're scared. They don't want to go. They don't know how to fend for themselves. Yeah, so you got to take a domesticated animal just to let it go. And All right, you're on your own now. And if I saw the right still pictures, I saw a bit of the video. If I saw the right still pictures, they're old dogs too, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're basically letting your dogs go to die. And I, and I saw this, and I told you not too long ago, I saw this in person when I was living down in Springfield. I saw somebody across the street in like in a Walmart or a Kmart parking lot, a van pulled up and, and just dumped out this old chocolate lab. Horrible. And I, wanted, I went over and I had it for probably three years before it passed. Horrible. Fend for themselves. And she left. Really? Goodbye. These poor pups, like this, is, it makes me sick. Yeah, the woman just pulls away. And Goodbye. now there's more dogs. They don't know what to do. They just get rid of their dogs. Mm -hmm. Wow. You got to be kidding. This, I hope this woman is shamed forever. You're so, disgusting. And You're she a pig. is certainly not by herself. There's two people in that damn car, too. Does this gal? Oh, then she, no, the, the flip off at the end. Flip the bird to the woman at the end. With their car with the broken out back window. Yeah, it's disgusting, like a, it's like the, you disgusting ass. At the end of a street where there's like, like a bunch garbage. of dumping. Yeah, there's a couch and some like other these, crap just, just laying around. Just around sniffing these the ground. Poor but, pups. It, but it is a neighborhood. Damn it. it is well, a neighborhood, thank goodness. Thank goodness somebody's there the, the to good, take these dogs. The good news is, luckily, the video has gone viral and all four dogs ended up getting rescued. Thank God. That, that's what I'm saying. Um, there, I mean, there are dogs probably daily, so sad, that are dropped out in the woods that aren't in, a, at least at least this is in a neighborhood. Yes, yeah, so uh, another human will see them. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. dogs got lucky. Yeah, because, I mean, all the time, uh, I got relatives that live out in the country, and they'll they'll find dead dogs that they know are not their, you know, I would, I say neighbors, but, you know, within the couple couple miles that they know, and they're... And and it was like a common thing. I remember the first time we we ran across something like this. I remember my uncle going, "Yeah, somebody abandoned this this puppy out here." Well, and you and you heard the woman at the beginning. You know, she gave the woman an address and directions to the shelter. Like instead of doing this, do the right thing. But she didn't. Ugh. And Tone, you can back me up on this. You can see when a dog is scared. Yo, hell yeah. God. Thank God that this wasn't at the end of my street, and I saw this woman because I'd have four more dogs. You would have taken the dogs in? Yeah, I would have at least fostered them. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm just no glad doubt about it. Here. I think the three of us would have all done that. You would have at least fostered them until. Oh, yeah. I would have called somebody. Yes. Oh yeah. I would have called somebody. I you know jerk. You, you would. We've we've done it. A Did couple I times. say anything that you wouldn't? Have? <laughs> same same family. Anytime some random dog came up, they they'd call the few neighbors, and if it wasn't, it was an abandoned dog. Yeah. And they would keep it in until somebody, a relative, somebody would take the dog. All right, let's do some news. Oh yeah, we're gonna do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. So interesting story featured on uh, Channel Four yesterday. So there's a dad from Illinois who's upset that he's been banned from seeing his newborn kid at the hospital because he's a registered sex offender. 
The, now, the, the guy was 19 years old when he, um, when he got on the list back in 04, when the offense happened. The victim of the aggravated criminal sexual abuse was 13. So 13-year-old, 19-year-old, busted, sex offender list. 14 years later, he's a husband, he's a father. His son was born about a month early and rushed to the hospital after he stopped breathing. And the dad said that he showed up to Cardinal Glennon Children's Hospital and his ID was checked, which is apparently hospital policy. And they had called security and explained that because he's a registered sex offender, he would have to be escorted to go anywhere in the hospital. The dad signed a paper, agreed to be escorted. He was taken to the uh, the NICU, you know, the neonatal intensive care unit, to be with his wife and son. Then he said he didn't have cell service in the building, so he asked a nurse for an escort to go to the parking lot to make calls. And so he says, the nurse said, he didn't need an, es- an escort for that, just go. He wound up being stopped by security on his way out and was banned from coming back. And the hospital said there could be consequences for violating policy. And a spokeswoman for the hospital said at SSM Health, the safety and security of our patients and families is always top priority. As such, our visitor policy requires security escorts for registered sex offenders. If our policy is violated, it could lead to restriction, including revocation of visitation privileges. The dad said it was all a miscommunication. He said that he served this time for his crime, but the sex offender registry continues to punish him. He'd like to see the hospital change its policy. He'd also like to see the sex offender registry go away altogether because he feels it isn't doing what it's intended to do. There's several, several issues here, but my biggest thing is if it is such a policy, then this nurse... If he's telling the truth, the nurse needs to be reprimanded as well. Because the nurse said, man, go ahead. Don't worry about it. If it's such a strict policy, the nurse should have known better. Remember Correct? The story, yeah. Remember we had the story last week. Well, I mean, how many registered sex offenders are going into the hospital? I mean, maybe it's it's not a common thing. Well, I understand that. But if, he's, if there's one there, wouldn't everybody be alerted? I... I, I don't know. If I don't a, know. I don't just, know if there's an alert that goes out or yeah, I don't know made either. aware. I mean, hey, this person uh, is supposed to be escorted, right? Uh, remember last week there was the uh, legislator that is looking to have a tiered system for the sex registry, uh-huh. where depending on the nature of your crime, you put on a certain tier, and then you're taken off the list after a certain amount of time. Mm. It's a tough thing for this for this guy because his son is is apparently in bad shape. Yeah, it's really tough. Because both sides are right, essentially. And if if I'm a person who's got a child at the hospital, I'm thinking, man, I don't want a, a sex offender walking around. Well, nope. these, these crazy strict policies are there for a reason. Because they, to prevent one child, one child from being taken out of that hospital when it's not supposed to. You know, you, you heard about people snatching kids uh, up to, what, 10 years ago? in different ways so they got the bracelet systems mm-hmm. and they got elevators that'll stop and all, all these things all those policies are in there so there's not one thing that happens tragically like that so uh, i mean i could see both sides yeah everybody's right this sucks and, and again you do i mean you do have to look at the fact that it wasn't like a urinating in public charge 
Yeah, that's I mean, at first when I when I first saw the story, I thought it was going to be that kind of charge. Yeah. You know, I mean, it says here the victim of the aggravated criminal sexual abuse was 13 years old, mm-hmm. and he was 19 when this happened. Now again, are you in high school at 19 or you're out? You're you're out. You're, you're, you're in out. college. Should be out. Yeah. And in 13, out. in 13, you're a freshman at the most. Yeah. And you feel for this guy's had a clean record apparently for the past 14 years. Got a wife. Got a kid. It's one of those things that kind of falls in between. And 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 yeah, and, and I will say this too. If I'm in this this guy's position, the dad's position, and I say, hey, I got to go to the parking lot real quick, and the nurse goes, you're good, I would say to them, no, no I was I'm told not. I need an escort. No, right. right. I, I, I'm going to wait for an escort. Oh, you're saying and maybe he go, didn't say that? No, obviously he didn't because he walked by himself. Yeah, yeah the, but the nurse, nurse said told you're him, fine. like, you're fine. Yeah, but that's maybe fine. She but said I'm fine saying, because he just said, oh, hey, I got to go make some calls. Is that and, okay? she, and she goes, you're fine. Go ahead. My whole thing is this. If the nurse says to me, you're fine, go ahead, I would say to her, no, no, I was told I need an escort. Where was the escort that Thank was supposed you. to be with him at all times? What I was about to say. Is there Was there an escort that was supposed to be there at all times? Or is it, hey, I got to call security. They're going to bring me to the room. As long as I'm in the room, I'm good. But if I leave the room to go somewhere else, I got to have an escort and call security to get that escort to go wherever. Hmm. I mean, I'm sure... Well, yeah, I yeah, can't maybe. say I can't say I'm sure, but I imagine that he was given the guidelines. Like, hey, this is what has he to happen. He signed paper. I mean, he so signed so okay. there it is. Well, then, then yeah, I guess there what, it is. What you're saying is the policy has options. He didn't exercise the proper option. I think if right, it's my right. hospital and my policy, whatever security guard brings him to wherever he went stays there with him. Yeah. If it's my, that big of a deal, which it should be, then the security guard should be in his, this guy's back mm-hmm. pocket. My, or, my whole or, point or is he this. has to ask for one if he leaves, otherwise he violates policy well, remember, and therefore, right. and therefore the he's said. in the wrong. Yeah. Remember what okay, the hospital said, the uh, the the safety of the patients and other families is paramount. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly, which is the right thing because yeah. again, to avoid any single tragedy from happening, you know that's that's the bigger tragedy. So you you got to side with the policy that that seems to completely make mm-hmm. sense. It's it's one of those things where like if somebody says to me like, hey man, you could you know it says no trespassing, but they go, oh man, you're cool, you can go in. I'd be like, nah, signs. I'm gonna, I'm gonna check with somebody that's not right. you. I don't feel right about this. I'm gonna check with somebody that's not you to make sure that I can go in here. A uh, tractor trailer went off 44 yesterday and right into the front yard of a house, like a big ass tractor trailer. And the thing came inches from going into the house. Talk about luck. This was just after 5 o'clock yesterday. Westbound 44 near South Kings Highway. Thank God nobody was hurt. The truck went off the road and into the front yard of a house in the 4,000 block of Lafayette. You see the pictures? Mm-mm. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, it's right there. They're new neighbors. Oof. And it's a big, it's a big ass one, too. Yeah. A 26-year-old guy named Antonio Hamilton has been charged with first-degree robbery, attempted robbery, and attempted burglary. Cops say he tried to break into Gabby's Liquor in Florissant last Thursday using a tire iron. He then tried robbing Old Town Donuts the same night. Also accused of trying to rob a pizza hut in a subway. In all three robberies, cops say he implied that he had a, he had a weapon. You leave Old Town Donuts alone, you jerk. That place has never been. You've had them, though. Mm-hmm. An old engineer here would bring in glazed donuts almost oh, every Friday. Oh, yeah. Okay. Is that from Tim? Tim. Tim. Yeah. Oh, that okay. was old, that was old time donuts. Oh, those are good. Oh, those man, are good. So those good. Those glazed donuts are good. Yeah. 
And we've talked about this guy before, last local story. 47-year-old guy has been busted a bunch of times at a bunch of different places, huffing uh, aerosol canisters. Busted again on Tuesday. No. Is this, yeah. the, is this the guy from the Home Depot? Yeah, with well, the, the Menards. Same guy? Or Menards? They did, it was 17 times or something last yeah, time? They busted him Tuesday just after midnight at the Walmart and Telegraph. He's been uh, in contact or come in contact with authorities two dozen times Jeez. for huffing-related issues. County police arrested him and planned to seek charges for stealing and inhaling solvent fumes. Because remember, it's not illegal. Like, it's not illegal to huff that stuff. And in fact, the case of the Bernards, he was huffing inside the store and went and paid for his canisters. Mm-hmm. Oh, so they're saying that they're going to get him on stealing? Yeah, they're trying to get him on something. And, it, and we talked about him back in February after a customer caught him huffing inside the Menards in Richmond Heights. He was also arrested last uh, last Thursday for disturbing the peace near the Family Dollar in Afton. The next day, he was arrested for the same thing near the Sunset Lanes Bowling Alley in Marlboro. And again, the next day, across the street uh, for trespassing near the Chippewa Motel. And that's when a county police crisis intervention team took him to the hospital. But apparently he got out. Not a great area. Oh, I shouldn't say Marlboro is not a great area, but the, the cops don't mess around in Marlboro. At least back in the day, they certainly did not. I don't even know where that is. It's down Watson. Down Watson Road, like past, uh, you know, where Elman, Elman Watson is. There's a Walgreens and there's a... Is that where the... Uh, it's past, like, there's a White Castle. There's a Happy Joe's past there. Near the Guitar Center? And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's past there. It's it's east of there. Hmm. Yeah, it's uh, back in the day when I was hanging out in the Crestwood, Sunset Hills area, you did not go over the speed limit in the Marlboro oh, yeah. area or your day was ruined. Strict. What was the no-tell hotel that was down there? You're talking about right by the old uh, Boomer's um, uh, <sighs> I, uh, snow cone place? I don't remember. Yes. Yeah. It's just um, right there. I don't know what the, I don't know if it has a sign. <laughs> there used to be a hotel there that had garages. And you could rent by the hour, and you could park your your car in the garage. Each hotel room had its own garage. Yeah, it was like a oh, so nobody could see your car. So you could put your car. Away. Oh my god! Oh, what was the name? Of Somebody's going to tell us here know, in mere you're seconds. About. It shut Shady. down this was years ago, it's and it's two, now a, a two, neighborhood. Yeah, two blocks past Coral Court. Coral Court. <laughs> that's it. Oh, boy. Of course, somebody knows Ooh, that. Yes. <laughs> All right, that's the uh, local stuff. All right, welcome back. Our phone number three one four nine six nine dude three one four. 969-3833. Cameras and chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. On the socials, at R-I-Z-Z show. I'd like to welcome Mr. John Patrico to the studio. Hey, there he is. Good morning, gentlemen. St. Louis Pawpaw. He's huh. here for the Craigslist Freak of the Week. Uh, that's me. There you are. <laughs> that I'm, guy right there. That's yeah. me. No How fights. have I been doing so far? Oh, pretty good. So far, so great. Good. Uh-huh, I was okay. going to say no fights between a father, uh, son, and yeah, yeah, There was well. a little tension. It was a little tension because I mean, he didn't like how he hasn't moved in yet. <laughs> yeah, we, we like to we like to place bets, kind of side bets. Yeah. How long is it going to take these two to start going at each other? It was like nine <laughs> seconds before a voice yeah. was raised yeah, after he got in here. Well, it no, wasn't too bad son. though. No, it wasn't too bad. <laughs> no, you know he did say good morning. That was a good. Well, I just I just don't get it. Like I just I just I don't, don't get it. Here we go. He walks in here and I don't say hello to him when I go. I get that you don't even say hello to your father. Uh-huh. And then I wanted a he, hug. Then he, today a he hug. walked in. I go, "Morning, Dad," and he goes, "Uh-huh." Well, let's. How <laughs> did you I say, say it? I said, this, I, said, I, said, I said, "Morning, Pops," and he goes, 
Uh, ah, you didn't say it that way. What no, I, see? What I say? Hi, what Dad. Heck? Yeah, that's what you said. Yes. Yeah, and if I don't Hi, say Dad. anything, then you yell at me. See, that's, I, I didn't even get a word out of my mouth. And like he that, said, no, you, that's the truth. That's, you that's came a little back exaggeration. With, no, I don't think so. <laughs> no. I do. Okay. Uh-huh. On a uh, more uh-huh. serious note, the uh, Federal Aviation Administration yesterday ordered the inspections of jet engine fan blades like the one that snapped off a Southwest airplane on Tuesday. You know, remember the uh, the engine blew apart, pelting the plane with debris, shattered a window. That poor woman sitting sitting next to the window, partially sucked out, died uh, of what the medical examiner said was blunt impact trauma. She suffered to her head, neck, and torso before other passengers were able to pull her back into the plane. And there's more coming about, coming out about that pilot. What a hero! How calm, cool, collected she was. Talk of the tower, landing the plane. Wasn't she badass? Wasn't she like one of the first ever female fighter pilots or something to that one effect? One of the first yeah. female fighter pilots yeah. to uh, fly the F-18. Investigators said the, uh, the blade that broke off mid-flight was showing signs of metal fatigue, microscopic cracks that can splinter open. And after metal fatigue was blamed for engine failure on another Southwest plane back in 2016, the engine manufacturer recommended last June that airlines conduct inspections of fan blades on many Boeing 737s. But while the FAA proposed making the recommendation mandatory in August, it hadn't issued a final decision. And this is what happened. Uh, Most of Puerto Rico is again without power after an island-wide power outage yesterday. That was apparently caused by a subcontractor working for the Puerto Rican uh, Electric Power Authority. Workers had been removing a fallen tower when uh, a machine got too close to an energized line and an electrical ground fault caused the outage. Basically to the entire island. Jeez. <laughs> one one slip up, one mess up. Don't hit that don't hit that cable of, don't hit the cable. Oh, uh, damn it, Carl. Uh, who's operating the machine? Carl. Don't, don't uh, leave the cable just laying there. Damn it, Carl. <laughs> like as as the whole as the whole island powers down, you hear the like that oh boy. Whoops. I mean, don't they know that? Call before you dig. Yeah, commercials everywhere about that. <laughs> yeah, the same company caused an outage that affected 870,000 customers last week when a tree fell on a power line. And only a small percentage of the uh, of the Puerto Rican population had power as of, as of this morning. And the outage struck as most of the island has gotten power back after the entire grid was devastated by Hurricane Maria last September. That was probably Carl's fault, too. <laughs> wait, man, there's going to be a... Wait, yeah, there's going to be a Hurricane Carl. Are they... Wait, are they all... all they are, are they all female names? No, uh, that's no, Okay, yeah, that's there's, there's going to be a Hurricane Andrew, Carl next yeah, year. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, Carlos. <laughs> a, a 23-year-old guy from England, his name is Scott Purdy. He got into a go-karting accident and broke his foot. And he was given a medication called Lyrica to ease the pain. And Lyrica is used to treat epilepsy and anxiety as well as nerve pain. 
And I think I've seen actually commercials for Lyrica. Oh, yeah. It works to block pain by interfering with the, uh, with the pain messages traveling through the brain and down the spine. And as with all drugs, you know, there are side effects. With Lyrica, it, with Lyrica, I mean, the most common stuff is pretty mild. Feeling dizzy, the diarrhea, the mood changes, weight gain in men, maybe erectile dysfunction. With Scott, uh, he had another side effect. Uh, it turned him gay. Okay. Oh. All right. All right. Hmm. I didn't see that in the commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, what are you doing? Lyrica! <laughs> he says that as Lyrica. soon as he went onto the Lyrica, he realized he liked men, began to identify himself as a homosexual, blaming the drug, and then dumped his girlfriend. And to be fair, there are less less common side effects when taking Lyrica, which happens to 1% to 10% of people taking it. Decrease in libido, abnormal thinking, nervousness, anxiety, and confusion, and even rarer side effects in less than 0.1% personality disorder, delusions, delirium, sleep disorders. And he said that once he stopped taking the Lyrica, quote, that desire for men just left me. Okay. (laughs) And now he says he's back on the drug and he's very happy. Quote, I want to keep on taking it because it makes me feel happy about my sexuality. It's made me feel very open. It's liberating. Then just be gay. Right. Yeah, <laughs> Here's an Blame idea. Blame it on a pill. Just be gay. Well, do you think this is a case of he's a gay guy that has, Clearly. Been, has been conditioned to feel like that's wrong or not him or whatever it is? And then when he's uninhibited via some sort of drug here. He's himself, he and, he and he can he's sort of, bl- you know, counteracting This is the a gay man. Right. This is a guy right, that's gay thing. already, and he's using a pill as an excuse that this is why it happened. You know? Yeah, maybe. Little, does, they, little does he know they've been just giving him a sugar pill the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the most destructive tropical cyclone on record to strike the Mexican state of Veracruz, the 11th tropical storm, 6th hurricane, and 5th and final major hurricane of 2012 or 2010 Atlantic hurricane season, Hurricane Carl. Yep. Damn it, Carl. Mm, he's already been there. <laughs> By the way, tonight is also Lyrica night at Boxers and Briefs, just so you know. Carl really? K, to be clear. <laughs> uh, more bad news for Starbucks. You know, they're dealing with the fallout from the incident in Philly. A woman in the Atlanta area called the cops after she found a hidden camera inside the bathroom at her local Starbucks. And tell me this doesn't sound shady. She said that she noticed a small camera while making toilet. Uh, it was uh, located under under a baby changing station right in front of the toilet seat. So it was one of those inside the stall where the thing comes down and you can... Yes. Oh, my gosh. And she says it was, a, it was a unisex bathroom. And she said that she gave the camera to the shift manager and told him where she found it. And the manager was like, yeah, I'll, I'll file a report with, with Starbucks corporate. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and the woman's like, are you going to call the cops? And she wound up calling 911 herself. The shift manager turned, uh, turned over the camera along with a battery pack and USB cable. And the manager said that he'd followed company policy and filed an incident report with the appropriate personnel. And when asked by by the officer who showed up if he was 
planning on calling the police or told specifically not to call the police, he said, uh, no, he figured he'd end up calling the police but wanted to confirm with the higher-ups to make sure he was allowed to. <laughs> Sounds a little weird to me. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Sounds a little weird. Sounds like somebody wanted it to all go away. <laughs> uh, there were 20 to 25 videos on the camera. Oh, on, on the camera found. And uh, finally, in your news, I'm pretty sure when you're when you're going through a, a, a sexual dry spell, this is not the right strategy for changing your luck. Cops in Vancouver, Washington, got a call last week from a mall about a guy who'd whipped out his junk on an elevator and flashed it at a 67-year-old woman. Turned out he was an 18-year-old guy named Jordan Richards. And when the cops caught up with him, he admitted to doing it. And he said it was because he, quote, hasn't gotten any in a while. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, you're, you're free to go. <laughs> That's what you do. That's, exactly That's what, what you, you do. do. <laughs> you know, when you hit a dry spell, you go to an elevator. And just take it out. <laughs> <laughs> this is almost as bad as old boy from what, last week or the week before? Letting it breathe. Yep, letting it breathe. <laughs> Getting Why it to letting it breathe. Uh, apparently, he, he's gone through dry spells before because he already had one indecent exposure convention, conviction under his belt. So, Wow. There's this guy. <laughs> Good stuff. And that is your news brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts. America runs on Dunkin'. Before we get to sports here, uh, Major League Baseball postponed its 25th game yesterday. Oh, man, that's funny you say. It seems like there has been a lot of them. I'm glad you validated that. Oh, it's terrible this year. And even though it seems like people complain about early season cancellations every year, 25 canceled games in just three weeks is a lot. (laughs) Since 1986, there have been 25 weather-related postponements in the first month only one other time, and that was in 2007 when there were 26 overall, although one was not weather-related. It was after Josh Hancock died. Oh, wow, yeah. Back in 07. But April is only half over right now. (laughs) There are still 12 days left. So there will probably be more cancellations since there have been 14 in just the past six days. The craziest post moment was a few days ago in Toronto. Remember, they have the dome up there, and they had to cancel it when uh, falling ice pierced a hole in the roof. And the weather has been historically bad, even for games that were not canceled. According to ESPN, there have been 22 games in the first three weeks that have started with temperatures below 40 degrees. That's already the most for an entire season since 01. Meanwhile, the Indians and Twins played the game last night in Puerto Rico, even though the entire island didn't have power, as I mentioned before. It was even broadcast on ESPN. They had generators. Because you need them for the important things, right? Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure the people of Puerto Rico would like would like mm-hmm. for those generators to be used for something else. But, yes, you know. please. <laughs> Come on, baseball. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. All right, here's Tony with your sports. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Sports brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill. 11 area locations, all the games, all the time. The Cars and Cubs playing a little makeup day baseball today. Oh, well, day baseball, huh, guys? <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
As they try again after yesterday's game was postponed. First pitch scheduled for 120. Luke Weaver gets the start for the Cardinals. Uh, the second game of a two-game series in Puerto Rico between the Twins and Indians uh, was played in San Juan last night despite a power outage earlier in the day. Left most of the island without electricity. They were saying that these two teams had no power for almost 24 straight hours. Uh, backup systems, mobile tower lights allowed the game to be played, and the Twins won 2-1 to in a 16-inning game in front of 20,000 people. 16 innings? Damn. Oof. It was, it was brutal. 2-1, to one, huh? 2-1. to one. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, some NHL playoff uh, results for you. The Penguins beat the Flyers 5 to nothing. Penguins lead that series three games to one. Tampa Bay beat the Devils 3-1. to one. Uh, They lead that series three games to one. Uh, the Predators beat the Avalanche 3-2, to two, and the Preds now lead that series three games to one. And the Sharks beat the Ducks and sweep that series four games to none. Speaking of the NHL, with a win over the Kings on Tuesday, the Golden Knights become the first expansion franchise in the NHL to sweep a playoff series. And now, a sportsbook in Vegas has them listed as 4-1 to co-favorites, along with the Predators, to win the Stanley Cup. Wow. Isn't that kind of funny how it matches with the, uh, the Sharks and Ducks, you know, both mm-hmm. water, and then you had the Knights and the Kings. I thought that was yeah, kind of fascinating. Nice huh. match up there. A panel of ESPN good, experts good observation, yeah, seem, to agree, seem, to, seem to agree that the Knights have a decent chance to win the title in their inaugural season, despite the fact that they opened up the season with 200-1 to 1 odds and were picked to be one of the league's worst teams. So the Knights? How they have changed. Oh, yeah. They always say expansion teams are going to do the worst because well, it's like yeah. a random grouping of people, and yeah. let's see how they play together. Well, guess what? Did they this do worked. it differently this time with that? The expansion draft, like no, how the players know. got over there. What how the players got over there? Always, I think I it was they the protected X amount, they left X amount available, and then the team drafted. Yeah, I think pretty sure. Yeah. yeah, but as far as taking the players from the different teams, uh, yeah, that, I think that, that, has that always been a thing. I, I think know. so. Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought that was always the thing. Either way, this is a great store. It's an island. Uh, it's an island of misfit toys. Yeah. Nobody wanted, and look at them go. But they got yeah. some. They got. They started out with some great players. Yeah. I mean, Flurry as their goalie. Jesus. And that's that. And we can play that game of former Blues that could win the Stanley Cup. They have at least two on the team. Yeah. Ron Reeves. Yeah. yeah. I, I would imagine Reeves hasn't suited up in a bit, but still, he's on the team. Speaking of the Blues connection, there's a lot of friends of mine, a lot of St. Louis people that are Knights fans. Maybe you know, secondary Knights fans. Which is so interesting because we're what, 51 years in, no cup, and they may be having a cup in their. Isn't that going to sting a lot? A yeah. lot? You know, I, I, I have a feeling that a lot of people are pulling for the Knights because of Ryan Reeves. I, I, I'm one of them, too. And I was always a Perron fan, too, so I'm down. A uh, little update about a story that we had for you yesterday. The New York Post reports that Brett Favre completely blew his audition with ESPN. <laughs> Sources tell the newspaper that Favre was, quote, not great during his tryout. And while he tweeted that he wasn't sure that he wanted to pursue a broadcasting career right now, uh, the word from ESPN is that they are uninterested. So he's going, I don't know if I really want to do this. And ESPN's going, let us make that decision for you. You're not going to do this. You know what? The broadcasting thing is not for everybody. Yeah. So it's back to yeah. go, back to selling jeans for Brett Favre. There you go, yeah. And uh, some sort of knee wrap with copper or yeah, gold or something. Copper, you know, hell yeah. I think both of these names would be what great for it. <laughs> both of these names would be great for it, and both of these names are, are, are being tossed around to try out Kurt Warner and Matt Hasselbeck. Uh, Kurt, Warner's, Kurt Warner's done it already. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Trent Green's uh, really good too. Did I mean, you guys, he's already got a gig. But. Did you guys know that uh, Tom Brady still has not committed to playing next year? Like literally, he is not set. Like right now, if you look at the New England Patriots depth chart for 2018, it has Brian Hoyer as their only quarterback. That's it. Is he like, not under contract, or he just hasn't decided if he's coming I, back? I don't, he apparently, according to close friends and family, he is contemplating retirement. Now, according to New England Patriots people, he's good. He's going to come back. It's all good. Now. He turns 41 in August, and he says he wants to play well into his mid-40s. And Ian Rappaport of NFL.com says he will play next season and that uh, he, people around him and the Patriots, they're all moving forward with the very, very strong belief that he's going to play. Yeah, of course he's going to Yeah, play. didn't they do the same thing last year? Uh, I don't know. And he's saying that, like, you know, there there is talks of extending his contract and everything, but uh, he doesn't want to talk about that right now. So I think this is going to be one of those things where he's like, yeah, I'm playing. I never said I wasn't. Yeah, 2019, after that, he's done, contract-wise. Oh, by the way, quite a few people are on, on Twitter saying they're pulling for the Bruins because of uh, David Backus. Yeah, yeah, we could go around the league and do that. I mean, Winnipeg is has got Stasny. Yeah. I mean, they're pulling, all over the place. Pulling for the Nordiques because I like the logo. They're not in the that's league not, um, that's a couple, not a, a couple of people in the chat room said this, that this year the rules were, were essentially the same, but the rules were a little friendlier to an expansion franchise this year because – Teams were allowed to protect fewer players. So it kind of opened up the pool a little bit. They got some better players. Finally here, uh, this is is crazy to me. Six-time All-Star, Jose Batista, Toronto Blue Jay. I mean, this guy was mashing home runs, the bat flip. I mean, he was doing it. He just signed a deal with the Atlanta Braves minor league team. <laughs> the deal was announced yesterday, and he will receive a million dollars if he gets added to the 40 man Major League Brave roster. But he's going to play third base for the minor league team right now. And he has just fallen off. And he was a free agent, decided to test the waters, and got nothing. Well, he's also 37. He's 37. He's older. But still, this is a guy. I mean, last year, uh, he hit, what was it, 23 homers and 63 RBI. Damn. So, but he's playing third base for the minor league Atlanta Braves team. I'm Patrico, that's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. The Rizzuto Show. Kidland! Whoosh! All right, let's go to Houston County, Alabama. Alabama, sir! Where last week, police were dispatched to a local high school on a report that a couple was being intimate in public. And when officers arrived, they found the naked couple having sex in a car that was parked outside the high school. Kids were in there, teachers watching, every, and right in front of the school. Officers arrested 44-year-old Carol Lee McAbee and 36-year-old Norman James Yeeter. I'm sorry, Norman James Yeeter IV. Oh, oh boy. No. Why does it make it so much more hoosh <laughs> when you add the number to it? Oh, no. That's... Norman James Yeeter IV. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, there was three other Norman James Yeaters. No, that's, that's classy. Yeater. Yeater done. <laughs> uh, you know that one said a lot. Uh, Carol has been charged with public lewdness. And Norman, Norman Yeeter the fourth, arrested for public lewdness. And uh, was he drunk, Patrico? You betcha, Riz. <laughs> Yeater was hammered. Also uh, arrested for public intoxication. What was his name again? Norman James Yeeter the Fourth. Tony Patrico, what would he have been drunk on with that sort of name? Norman James Yeeter the Fourth. Thunderbolt. <laughs> what is that? Bud Ice. It was Bud Ice. Bud Ice is awesome. Boone's the Farm. Tall, the Tall Boys. Boone's Farm. 
MD 2020? Yeah. I don't even know what Thunderbolt is, but it sounds like I was going to say I don't know what the hell that is. Straight from the bottle. Actually, it was probably it was probably Beast Ice, Milwaukee's best ice. All right, look up Thunderbolt liquor. I'm sure there is. I don't think there is. I say it's a flavored whiskey, or just pure grain alcohol. One of the two. Thunderbolt beer. Beer. Thunderbolt liquor. Oh yeah, duh. Thunderbolt. This beer, pa- and this is how it's described. This beer packs a wallop. <laughs> it holds true to the style of most malt liquors. It's a malty and sweet, and it's only moderately hopped. You'll feel the alcohol as you swallow, but it's remarkably smooth. You'll feel it. For a 10% brew. <laughs> how is it? Well, you're going to feel the alcohol when you, when you it swallow says, it. It says on the bottle, Thunderbolt, extra strong beer. <laughs> Where can you get it? Sure does. It's, it's a Canadian beer. Ah, he had it brought in, though. Trust me. Uh, it's an import. <laughs> I drink imported beer. So you go from uh, Houston County, Alabama. You gotta be kidding me. Carolee Maccabee and Norman James Yeeter the Fourth. You are today's headline Hooge. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. All right. There's also a Thunderbolt IPA too. <laughs> I bet there's not a Thunderbolt Light though, is there? You know, I looked no up on way. Google. <laughs> on Google, Thunder Thunderbolt liquor. And uh, you know, has keywords along with it: beer, strong, bottle, jug, aviation. Because <laughs> that'll get you flying. It's jet fuel. <laughs> aviation. Uh. Uh, later on this afternoon, Moonman will be at the Sunshine Daydream in the Loop. That's from three to five o'clock. Giving out a whole bunch of stuff. Coin Fest tickets every fifteen minutes. So that's three to five o'clock with Moon today at the Sunshine Daydream in the Loop. Tomorrow, I'll be out at the Sunshine Day Dream in South County from 3 to 5. And on Saturday, at the location in Fairview Heights. And all those times are 3 to 5 o'clock. All right, time to get at it. Time for the Craigslist Freak of the Week. Sponsored by Dirt Cheap, nine area locations. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. All right, so we've gone international. Once again, we have to explain that the personal section on the U.S. version of Craigslist has been shut down. So we've now gone beyond the St. Louis borders. We've gone worldwide with this. For Freaks Without Borders. Freaks Without Borders, yes. <laughs> so all the personals from around the world. And we do have uh, just a handful left of the local ads. Uh, we'll have one We'll have one today for you. But John will read the ads for you. And after John is done reading the third and final ad, you will vote via Twitter at R-I-Z-Z Show. Vote for your favorite ad. And uh, one of these will be moving on to the next round of the Freak of the Year playoffs. And please send over your name suggestions via our chat room at 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. John, ready? Oh, let's do this thing. Let's get going. Craigslist Freak of the Week, ad number one. Looking for my perfect match. Woman for man, 25-year-old, Okinawa, Japan. Hello, I am 25 and live in Okinawa. I am looking for someone who can become my best friend, my companion, my roommate, and eventually my husband. I do not mind ages, as long as you are 35 to 40. You must have a really good sense of humor, be able to share very funny memes daily, and have a very large penis. 
I'm not talking large for men of Asian backgrounds. I am talking large by all standards. Nothing under nine. I promise you I am not racist, but no Hispanics, Latinos, Indians, Africans, or Pacific Islanders. I do love rich white men. A little about myself, I am 5'5", slim fit built, all natural and slightly manicured. You must provide a full body photo with your reply. I am a size queen and not ashamed of it. When I traveled to the United States, I met a man who gave me the greatest of joy and sexual experiences. I am looking for an exact replica of him, except not black. Please reply back with a photo and a little bit about yourself and a very funny meme. I will email you back if I am interested. All right, there you go. Nominee number one, looking for my perfect match from Okinawa. No, I, I, so many contradictions. I jumped in and said, okay, at the beginning, because it says age doesn't matter, but 35 to 40. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's five ages. That's it. No, yeah. says, I do not mind ages as long as you are 35 to 40. Right. I mean, I don't think she <laughs> proofread this very well. That's pretty wide. Totally makes sense. pretty wide you know? swap. And she's not racist. No, 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 really? it's not. <laughs> she's not. Know this, know that, know this, know that. I'm not oh. racist, but it seems like you've only narrowed it down to white men. <laughs> right. I got oh, a feeling. Rich. <laughs> I got a feeling we're going to have fun with some of the... Uh, Lost in translation sort of moments. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, think yeah, that. yeah it's true. Yeah. Uh, hmm. When I traveled to the U.S., I met a man who gave me the greatest of joy and sexual experiences. Looking for an exact replica from uh, of him, except not black. <laughs> no. Nope. All right. Let's get some names for this freak. Hmm. All right. We've got uh, Connie Hung. <laughs> we've, got, we've got Lucy Liu. Uh-huh. We also have Betty White's only. Oh. Mm. I like Connie Hung. Yeah. <laughs> it tells it all. Connie Hung. All right. There There's also are. a lot that I'm not going to say, by the way. All right. First freak, Connie Hung. Ooh. Uh-huh. That's a good one. But Christy Yamahuchi. <laughs> I like Connie. I like Connie Hung. <laughs> yeah. I like Christy Connie Yamahuchi Hung. is it's more ethnic. One of the correct, best, I think. I, I mean, should I change it? I, I, I'm, I'm more partial to Connie Hung. I am too. You got the final say, so. All right. Go with your gut, sir. Go with your gut. I already wrote it down. For some reason, I think there will be a time to use the other name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> All right, John, ready? Yep. Here we go. Nominee number two. Looking for a silver fox. Man for man. 26-year-old male. Larson, Missouri. Are you over the age of 65? Are you available this Sunday afternoon? I am looking for a delicious silver fox over the age of 65. Join me at the hotel in the Florissant area and let's get wild. You will need to meet me in the lobby and tell me what you will be wearing and I'll show up and introduce myself. We can spend the afternoon chatting, drinking, playing cards and getting to know each other. I have already arranged payment for the hotel so you don't have to worry about spending a dime. When we get up to the room, you will be gently tied to the bed and stripped of all your clothes. I will place duct tape over your mouth to mute your screams, and then I will strip naked. I will do what I wish. 
This is no hose barred, anything goes scenario. Vomit, scat, toilet play, <laughs> slapping, biting, and elderly abuse will be experimented with. Please be prepared. Afterwards, I will untie you, but you are to remain on the bed until I get in the shower. After that, you can get dressed, grab the roses from the dresser, and then get the hell out. <laughs> never speak of this, and for sure, never contact me again. This is a one-time thing, and I will not be looking for repeat clients. Please email me no later than Monday at 5 p.m. for further instructions. Look forward to your reply, you big sissy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> a couple things come to mind here. Yes, just Jeff a couple. Uh, he he right. He mm-hmm. goes from you'll be gently tied to the bed to, and then we're just going to destroy your entire body. Well, I like and then that. also it's oh, don't tell anybody because I'm going to get up and go tell people that this just happened to me. <laughs> I'm gonna, I was gonna oh, Facebook with Live your, it, with but your okay. Roses. No, we go from we go from ah, eh, you know, chatting, drinking, playing some cards, <laughs> to uh, vomit, scat, toilet play, <laughs> slapping, biting, and elderly abuse. I don't know what elderly <laughs> abuse. I, I don't. Last, last I thing so, I had, I don't know what I that had, is. I had a pair of tens. All of a sudden, we're in toilet play. Yeah. What the hell happened? You know <laughs> what? What card go game? fish. <laughs> Yeah, you know? and I don't. We're at in Florida. I lived in Florida. I don't know. What, what hotel is this? What oh, is elderly abuse? I uh, yeah, I don't know. It, look that one up. What is it? Ooh, think about this too. He goes through that list with like vomit, scat play. This guy's gonna rob you, by the way. Listen, vom- <laughs> he says vomit and scat play, and then he's gonna take a shower. You gotta get the hell's out after yeah. all that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Take your roses, though. Talk about a walk of shame. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, man. All right, names for this guy. Uh, we've got a couple here. We've got uh, Wilford Rimley, <laughs> Scatman Do, and Scary Oldman. Uh, I think Scary Oldman. <laughs> scary Oldman. I mean, I just thought about it. After all he's going to do, you really going to walk out? You may crawl out. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I bet you this guy's just going to rob you. <laughs> Probably. All right. John, here we go. Yep. Ready? Finally, number three. Pleasure a beast. Man for anyone. 35-year-old Liverpool. Greetings, all. I am looking for the pleasures of a four-legger, and hopefully you can be of help to me. I am willing to sacrifice almost all of my dignity to get what I want. And what I want is your furry four-legger. Oh, no. Please spot me a few hours. Does not matter if male or female. I just need some alone time with them. I cannot promise that I will return in exact condition, but I can promise that I will not hurt or injure your furry friend. That is a guarantee. In exchange for you will allow me to have some alone time with your friend, I am willing to give myself to you. Do what you will. The only thing I ask you steer clear of is scarring and marking on my face and arms. I have a very professional job and need to keep my personal life very personal. If you want to treat me like a Kazi, that's fine. Just leave me a towel to clean up. 
A relationship must be kept secretive at all times. No one will ever know our interaction. Please send a photo of your four-legger with your response. I'm eagerly waiting to set this up. Thanks. Okay. No, this guy needs to die right now. This This is out in uh, Liverpool, home of the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, the it Beatles. Is. Uh, I don't think anything needs to be said about this guy. Yeah, no. I mean, except uh, four. What, what do you say? Four to five hours? What foreplay? Okay. What the All hell? Right. I mean, What's I don't know. a stud. Yeah, no. Oh, oh I had to look yeah. it up. Is it, I had to look it up. Is it cosplay? No, Kazi no. is what Liverpool calls the toilet. Oh, um, I had to look it up. Oh, so that's what that's what the towels. Are. It's Bill Kazi. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> an outhouse or lavatory. <sighs> All right. Yeah. Names. We got two names here. Uh-huh. I think Bill Kazi's pretty good. <laughs> Actually, it's we really got, good. We got Great Dane Cook or Scooby Don't. How about, how about Bill Cosby? Yeah, well, you know, that's, that's fine. That says it all. Cosby. Uh, Bill Cosby. <laughs> all right, there you go. There are your four freaks. Uh, I'm sorry, three freaks. Three fe- uh, freaks out there for you to vote for. Uh, you have Connie Hung is nominee number one. That is the uh, lady from Okinawa who is just looking for a male who is... Large mm-hmm. and white. I mean, and shares funny memes, apparently. All right. Nominee number two is Scary Oldman. That's a guy who wants to have some play some cards, have a few drinks, talk a little bit, and then he's going to abuse you with, with scat play, vomit play, just all kinds of gross stuff. Uh, and then get the hell out, sissy. <laughs> yeah, looking for a silver fox. And then you just heard from uh, Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's uh, let's get the endorsements going. Man. Uh-huh. John, I'm assuming it's Bill Cosby. Well, you know, yeah, number one is just, you know, this gal's wanting what every other woman wants. You know, it's a large, uh, <laughs> you know, that's just something standard. Oh, it's number three, you know, without a doubt for me. Moon? Same. Bill Cosby. <laughs> Jeff? Bill Cosby's three for three. <laughs> Scott? Uh, yeah. Cosby. Uh, One of the worst people on the planet, Bill Cosby. (laughs) Man, it's tough. Bill Cosby. Think about it. Okay. There you go. There are your four freaks. I keep saying four. Three freaks. Vote via Twitter at R-I-Z-Z Show. Only only room enough for three freaks. That's right. I don't have enough room in my heart for a four. No, no more. (laughs) Uh, Vote via Twitter at R-I-Z-Z Show, and we'll have the winner before we get out of here at 10 o'clock. All right, welcome back. You uh, you guys consider yourselves uh, picky eaters. John, are you a picky eater? Yes, I am. You are? Yeah, I am. So there's certain things you will eat, and there's certain things you will not eat. Oh, I know. That's me. Like, My wife any, hates me with this. Is there any kind of cuisine you will not eat? Uh, like, basically, like, let's go out for sushi tonight. Okay, not going to no. happen. Not sushi, not Mexican. Well, not Mexican is mainly because my stomach. I can't handle Chinese. that kind of stuff. So you like the taste of Mexican. It just, it just. Yeah, I, I probably could, but I don't. Yeah. I can't trust eating it. You're, no you're, Chinese I mean, you're food. A, you're a meat and potatoes guy. Yeah, kind of. And Italian. You know, that's me. No Chinese food, huh? No, I, you know, no. I mean. Beef with broccoli? Nah. He, yeah. He's going to say that he eats Chinese food. He gets well, the sweet and sour chicken, which is basically like chicken nuggets. No, I don't even get sweet and sour chicken. I get the shrimp and uh, rice. That's uh, shrimp I, fried rice. Ooh, that's that's basically. Do you get the fried rice or do you get the white rice? Uh, 
I don't know. <laughs> is, is the rice brown or is it white? It's brown. Yeah. I, I know, Je- Jeff, you're a pretty picky eater. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a certain things that I don't like for sure. But, but is it because you can't handle it? Yeah. Now, the stuff that I can't handle, I eat anyway, just fully knowing I'm going to have the repercussions okay, of it, which yeah. is stupid. But <laughs> mainly, my main thing that I like to stay away from is fish. But I will eat some fish. You know, what? shrimp I'll do. Remember last year, wasabi, the sushi place brought in like a really beautiful bla- like yeah. platter of, of sushi, and you yeah. were out. Yeah, yeah. You were- <laughs> I was like, give me some without the raw fish on you it. You were out. That's yeah. Right. I just, I just cannot <laughs> mentally wrap my brain around putting raw fish in my face. Yeah. I know Moon's not a picky eater. Uh, Patrico, you? I'm not really. You're no, not really. he's not really. No. Your wife is the worst. At, my uh, wife yeah. is one of the worst as far as <laughs> yeah. picky eaters. As far as picky eaters. I mean, even though he trumps her, my dad trumps really? her. Really? No, I do not. Okay, so my wife doesn't eat chicken on the bone, but she eats yeah. Mexican food. She eats Chinese food. Well, yeah, you know. Oh well, here's here's the worst. truth. Here's the thing about you about your lovely wife that I've noticed that you say that like she will not go to certain restaurants. Yeah, either I mean he's the same way. Oh yeah. no, what yeah, I'm yeah. saying is most people you can go to a restaurant, you go ah, you know, I'll find something I'll find on something. there. It seems like with her, there's just cut well, and dry. I mean, like, it depends. No. I mean, it depends on the restaurant, like. Like if she, I'm I, I, give me a restaurant and you know, like a like one of the like a specialty restaurant, like one of Riz's one? restaurants, like restaurant, you know, that one of those. Oh, that closed. <laughs> went out on top. See, I would, have to, I would have to look at at the menu, but like, I mean, if if she can get a steak, then she's fine. Yeah. Mm. If she can, uh, seafood restaurants, she's out. Do you like your steak well done? Uh, no. Okay. No, medium. Medium. According to a new survey, 43% of American adults consider themselves picky eaters. So apparently picky eating isn't just for kids anymore. It's gone mainstream. Hmm. With that said, 56% of us have eaten something that we knew was expired. See, there you go. I'm picky when it comes to that stuff. If things are questionable, I'm erring on the side of caution every time. Same here. So if it says best, like, so example for today. You go in your fridge and you go, I'm going to eat this. And it says, best if by March 15th. I'm out. March 15th. It's April. Doesn't say expired. It says best. No, no. I won't do it. It best be going on my trash. But what if, okay. What is is today's date? April 19th. Okay. If it says by April 18th, will you eat it? Depends on what it is. Milk. You'll sniff it. I'll sniff it. <laughs> if yep. it's deli meats, I'm out. Remember, we had the study on this show where, like, best of, if it says best of or best on blank, yeah. it's usually like that's a month day. or two before. And, and not, it's, that's not it's a gone. blanket statement, though. That's not a blanket. Yeah, there's too know, much room for air. It all depends upon what it is. That's, you know, my thing. And like if there's whether a, you have a good fridge or not. Yeah. Right. If it's in the right spot in a good I mean, fridge, uh, it's going to last. Like you said, with deli, with deli meat, I'll open up the bag and. Give oh, it a no. sniff, and if it's anything near, not Deli smelling right. Are, I'm not even. I'm not even taking a chance. Yet. I think the number one thing you don't take chances on is onions because it absorbs bacteria in such a way. Um, there's like there's like a certain really. List I of never things. knew it could be a bad onion. Oh yeah, I really? Agree. Oh yeah. When you cut an onion, you know you can save if you don't use it all. You can save it. That's Those not are good a, for just a couple days. Yeah, well, if, if that, you got to read up on that because that's like a bacteria sponge. Oh, I have to talk to my wife. Half, <laughs> half of us have, e- have eaten something that's fell on the floor, yeah. which is how real adults do it. Hmm. Here are some other things. 54% of parents have had to cook two different meals because they couldn't get their kids to eat the same thing. 
But it's not just a kid thing. 20, 28% of couples do that too. That's my life right now. No. Yeah. With your diet. Mm-hmm. That's my life. Hey, uh, we do this with the kids too. Reason, no. We do this with the kids too. Like, Right. Kids just don't ever eat what we eat. You know, it's always, what do you want? Mac and cheese? Mm-hmm. Okay. I was like, what am I, a short order cook? You're eating this. You know. <laughs> Oh, this is what's on the menu tonight. This is what's on the menu yeah. tonight. I mean, how hard it. is it to throw a little container of mac and cheese that kids I just think it's get, it's then gets to be bad habits. Oh, I know, but I mean, it's Screw them. <laughs> I was going to say they won't <laughs> eat that. eventually. Sealed container for an onion, by the way. Sealed container. Oh, okay, I keep mine in a sealed container, so I'm Yeah, see, I'm I okay. didn't and I got yelled oh, at. Okay. I was going to say we just keep it in a little plastic bag. Our uh, favorite foods are pizza, steak and chicken. The food we hate the most is liver, followed by seafood, and then Brussels sprouts. I like all three of those things. Oh, man. Can't stand any one of them. <laughs> I don't like liver. I oh, like man. Brussels sprouts. You bake Brussels mm-hmm. sprouts with a little bit of oil and Lion's Choice seasoning? Holy mm-hmm. smokes. See, see, that's my trouble. I am I hate vegetables. Mm. Liver that's, and onion? That's what's bad about it. Bam. Good. Mm. Uh, the top things that trigger us to overeat are watching TV, being alone, being sad, and being stressed out. 12% of employees say they've stolen a co-worker's lunch before. That is just unbelievable. <laughs> Either on purpose or accidentally. How many 12%? 12%. of people say they eat brunch every day. But I'm guessing that means they just eat between breakfast and lunch. Doesn't necessarily require mimosas. Yeah, they weren't brunching. They were just eating. No. See, that's my wife. She'll have lunch at 1030. That's that's almost brunch. You know, that's what it, I mean. I'm I'm not ready to eat then, but she I'm I'm hungry. I'm going to eat. <laughs> Are you guys at the place in your relationship where you guys always eat together or no? Or did that uh, statement just tell me no? Uh, we always eat together. Do you? Yeah. You know. I don't think my is there a stage where you just don't eat together anymore? Oh, well, I don't know. I mean, I I eat when I'm hungry. We have dinner time. Oh, yeah, so we don't have that. Yeah, see, that's what we have and that's what like we told when they move in. I don't know how their lifestyle is at home, but we have dinner sit-down time together. So oh, yeah, is that at a table? Are you okay. Is that a them? table or in front huh? of a TV or at or at the table? Well, or both. I, I will say basically our dinner time is both of us sit on the couch. She sits on the couch. I don't. Know, I'm on the chair. We watch TV and eat. Gotcha. If we have someone over, we're at the dinner table. Gotcha. Yeah. See, and we are at a dinner table every meal, every dinner. Regardless if we're eating together or if like I ate something and she come, comes home late with the kids, we are sitting at the dinner table and eating dinner. Has it been discussed what the plan is? Are you guys going to combine? Oh, he's moving in with me. No, no, no. no, no. I'm talking, talking about for about dinner. dinner. Are you guys yes. going to combine dinner and yes. everyone's going to be at the table? My, mom, my mom has already I, said that to me. Right. We have already said, too, if you do not like what we are having, there's no problem. If you want to throw pizza in and eat it, that's your, that's your thing. But this is what we're having tonight for dinner. It's not going to be, what would you like? What would you like? Hmm. This is what we'll have. That's great. So, you know, I mean, we're not going to change our lifestyle. So. When are the cops going to get called the first time? That's what I'm going <laughs> to it, it, it ain't going to be because of me. Four days. <laughs> four days. Uh, the, number one, the number one food people say to avoid on a first date is anything with a ton of garlic in it. Number two is anything with beans. <laughs> and one in 20 people say they hate it. When they order something at a restaurant and someone else they're with orders the same thing. I agree. I'm that way. I don't hate it, but I'm like, ah, 
I mean, you don't like it if I'd ordered the same thing you would have? No, I hate that. Why? What's what's Because that I want everybody to experience something different. <laughs> no, yeah, no you want to know why? That same feeling. You want to know why it is with him? Because his biggest thing is whatever he gets, try this, try this, try this. So I want to share my joy of what I'm eating. Well, with somebody I'm just else. saying, you know. He, I mean, he's gonna. Put, I know never to. He's I, gonna put it in your nose and say, "Try this, try." It. Then you're finally say, "Fine, put it on my plate." I I'll know never knew that, to do that with him because he hates everything. Because apparently, if somebody <laughs> wants somebody to try some food, it's the end of the world. I mean, does he do that with you guys? You know, here, try this, try this. Hey, I want you to try this. What if I'm ordering last and I, and somebody else ordered what I want? Right. I mean, why should you be? I'm talking about if it's me and you at lunch. And I go, I'll take the meatball sub. And you go, I'll take the meatball Even sub. Even though it like, sounds good damn. to him, he's he's not allowed to have it. <laughs> with, with I friends. just I just said it bothers me. He can do whatever the hell he wants. See, with with coworkers or friends, I think order what you want. Sometimes if it's you and your lady out to dinner and you order the same thing, then it's kind of weird. Yeah. I don't know. I, I get the kind of weird kind of feeling. It's so irrational, Tony, but I'm right there with you. I mean, I, 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 I didn't say it was right. If you and I went out to lunch together. Yeah, and I saw something I wanted. And then I got the same thing. You'd be weirded out by it. Um, I wouldn't be as weirded out if you followed oh, me. Ooh, but but ooh. if you ordered first and you ordered what I got, I'd go uh, and I look at the menu real quick. And get <laughs> I would do the same thing. <laughs> so if I ordered a meatball sub and then you'd order a meatball sub, I wouldn't say anything. Yeah, it wouldn't be a big deal. But if you ordered a meatball sub and I was planning on it, I'd go damn, damn, uh, damn. Uh, chicken grilled chicken, parm. grilled chicken sandwich. <laughs> No, I would, would make sure. Really? I would, yep. yeah, you would I, I change would your order because it's <laughs> out of your mind. Uh, that is ridiculous. It is, isn't it? What if we're going there for a specific reason? That they're, they're they have famous great, for this. They're famous for their Cuban sandwiches. Yeah. Oh my God! This happened to me and you when huh. you took me to Legrand's. Oh, and yeah. we you ordered a sandwich. And we, this was this was almost ten years ago. Huh. You ordered a sandwich, and it was the sandwich I was going to get. <laughs> and you said, "I'll take this sandwich." And I went, "Damn, that was awesome. I'll do the uh, ma, 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 that one." Oh, and really? I Why? Yep. That's just how <laughs> I am. I mean, so he should sit You're there and say, "Hmm, I want the roast beef sandwich." I didn't say well, he, he gets to do whatever. Is he that wants. okay? <laughs> he gets to do whatever he wants. I don't care what he does. This is just how I work. Hmm. All right. Uh, yeah. And uh, in other <laughs> food news. Food news. Uh, Domino's is ready to bring your pizza to just about wherever you might be this summer. Even if it's a place that doesn't have a, what they're saying, traditional address. So they say they will deliver to 150,000 outdoor locations, including, and they and they mentioned this in all their ads, including the Gateway Arch here in St. Louis. They'll, if you're in Vegas, they will deliver pizza by the Vegas welcome sign. Or if you're in Augusta, Georgia, they'll deliver to the uh, statue of James Brown. They're also planning to deliver pizzas to park benches and landmarks and even to beaches. Wow. So if you go to their website or even go to their app, you'll check out the, uh, you can check out the Domino's Hotspots. That's what they're calling them. It's a good idea. That's cool. It's a good idea, but the only thing I could see is, okay, on a beach, how do you say, here's where I am? (laughs) Well, if you have your phone on you, they could... Geotag, that, is, yeah. Is yeah, I guess, yeah, that's probably how they're going to do it. Yeah. That's how, how do you think they you could get picked up by an Uber driver? Yeah, mm. yeah, I guess. They always know where where you hey, are. Everybody always. knows where they mm-hmm. are. Everybody knows. Not me. <laughs> now you got a you got a cell phone on your pocket. Everybody knows where you are. No, you don't. Uh, Chili's, <laughs> Chili's restaurant, and might I might I recommend the one in the airport? Uh-huh. Delicious. Uh, Chili's is testing a new item called. A boss burger that comes with five different types of meat piled on top of each other. It's a half-pound beef patty topped with bacon, 
jalapeno cheddar smoked sausage, rib meat and smoked brisket, plus cheddar cheese, barbecue sauce, and ranch dressing for a grand total of 1,650 calories. <laughs> I'll, I'll just have the one. I'll take two. <laughs> that's, that's three days worth of what I eat. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, that's about the same same amount of calories as three Big Macs. And they're only selling it at a couple of locations right now, and they're and not they're not saying where. So you'll have to call around if you want to try one. I don't know when they might might start selling them nationwide, but that's the Boss Burger if you want that. Uh, when you eat at a at a fancy expensive steakhouse, you expect to get your meat cooked as you ordered it, right? So if you're going to a fancy, you know, uh, Roots Chris. Citizen Canes, one of those nice places. Mm -hmm. I want my steak medium, medium rare. Damn it, I better get it medium, medium rare. An investigation by the New York Post reveals restaurants are cooking their steaks more rare than they're supposed to. And apparently it all comes down to numbers. As chefs are being pressured to reduce the number of steaks that get thrown out when a customer says it's too well done. So if a piece of meat comes out undercooked, it could always be cooked more. Whereas overcooked, you can't salvage that. And adding to the issue, the cost of beef is on the rise right now. A meat distributor said two uh, two years ago, prime beef cost $8 a pound, and now it's up to nine fifty a pound. Wow. So be on the lookout for that. Yeah, they're running a little offense. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, Heinz, and we'll, we'll end food news on this. Heinz has a product in the Middle East called mayo ketchup. I'm sorry, it's not mayo ketchup. It's mayo chup, mm-hmm. which is a mix of ketchup and, and mayonnaise. And it's been on sale for a few years, and it's just starting to get major attention. Now, the combo of ketchup and mayo is pretty familiar to us over here. We have lots of other names for it, you know, fry sauce or yeah. Big Mac sauce, Thousand Island, Russian dressing, burger sauce, cocktail sauce. I mean, just off the top of my head, that's what I'm thinking of. But that's not enough. We want this sauce. And Heinz knows it, so they're attempting a pretty ambitious viral stunt. They put up a Twitter poll, I think it was a week ago, that says, quote, want mail chip in stores? 500,000 votes for yes, and we'll release it to you saucy Americans. And I'm calling that ambitious because getting 500,000 votes in a Twitter poll is pretty much unheard of. Especially to get a company to sell a sauce that we already have. But guess what? Done. They got 500,000 votes. Wow. So... It's coming to America. They got way more than that. Yeah, how much did they wind up getting? In total, they got 930,000 votes, but they got close to, I believe, uh, six, close to 600,000 for yes. Damn. Oh, my goodness. Unheard of 500,000. They got almost a million. Damn. Listen, when it comes to food in this country, we are passionate. Yes. We, we are you, passionate. We got your back on that. Oh, one more one more thing before we move on. Um, for the first time in years, Mountain Dew Baja Blast will be available in stores. Right now, you can only get it at Taco Bell, which is why I think a, 
it's it's a big part as to why it's so legendary. And this will be a limited time run starting on the 23rd of this month and lasting through the summer. It's going to come in 20-ounce bottles and 12 packs of uh, 12-ounce cans. That's the uh, Baja Blast. Yeah, it's been about three years, three or four years. Yeah, that's why it's such a big thing. Yeah. That's why it's an event. That's a Mountain Dew product, is that what you said? Mountain mm-hmm. Dew Baja Blast, that's, which is only mm-hmm. available at Taco Bell. Just that normal Mountain Dew is one of the sodas I miss, for sure. You do? Yeah. That do you ever treat yourself? No, nah, not really, because uh, two or three drinks into it, I'm burping and my stomach is bloated. It's just not worth it. If Try I was to treat myself to a soda, it would be an RC Cola. But that Mountain Dew sounds good right now. Try the ice. What are you talking about? The Mountain Dew ice. It's it's way lighter. Is it? Oh, uh, it's yeah. just the carbonation that gets me. Or is that what you're talking about? It's, it's lighter it's, in carbonation. It's lighter in general. All right. Mm. All right. That's your uh, food news. I hope you're enlightened and hungry. <laughs> I would like to uh, say goodbye to Mr. John Patrico. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you, as always, for coming in, reading the Craigslist uh, ads for us. And it's a pleasure, as always. And uh, who are we shouting out this week, John? You know what? I tell you what, we're going to shout out to Rob at West County Auto Body. Hey, I got to go see him today. Sponsor. You know, and hopefully with my granddaughter, he does me well. <laughs> Rob's a nice guy. Mm-hmm. So uh, John's got the uh, the ads for you. They're up there on the blog, 1057thepoint.com. Vote for your favorite ad via Twitter. It's the Rosito Show. Rap on celebrities. All right, welcome back, guys. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real Provel cheese. What do you guys think of Pink? Not as a performer, but looks-wise and overall person-wise. She, she's awesome. I think she's great. And she's actually far more attractive in person. Yeah, I could I see that. all right. Yeah. Just all right. Just all right. No, I, I have nothing. Physically the speaking, woman. what about her as a person? I think it's a, I think You're it's down. A nice looking woman. I mean, well, according to People Magazine, most beautiful woman for 2018. Oh my god. Sort of. Because <laughs> it's not the most beautiful issue anymore. It's the beautiful issue, and she uh, happens to be on the cover. They don't so want to make it a competition, I'm right? Giving it to her. Yeah, they don't want to make it a beauty contest. Because uh, we're all competing for so much already. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a six-year-old named Willow and a 15-month-old named Jameson, and they're on the cover with her. She is, talks, you know what this is? People mm-hmm. magazines, everybody gets a trophy issue. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations to her. I've always been a fan. She's got a hell of a voice. Uh, Nicholas Cage is 54 years old, and if you want to see him in movies, uh, you better hurry because he's already made 583 movies right around there. Uh, but he's probably not going to do a Christopher Plummer and do stuff into his 80s like that, or at least in front of the camera. He's talking about he may be calling it quits in front of the camera soon. Okay. In terms of uh, producing and directing, uh, yes, I'm, I'm getting back in production. My, my company, Saturn Films, uh, is involved in all the movies I'm doing now. Uh, and uh, directing is something I look forward to down the road because right now I'm primarily a, a film uh, performer and I'm going to continue doing that uh, for three or four more years and I'd like to focus more on directing. What was the last good movie Nicolas Cage did? <clears throat> I don't National know. Treasure? Z- Maybe. I think it's I, funny. And who, that was a long time ago. I mean, that I know of. Who was he talking to where he has to say what he does? Right now, I'm a performer in front of the camera, you see. I think that's him <laughs> speaking in front of a mirror. <laughs> you look up what the last good thing he's done. And it's, he's, he's talking about moving into more directing. And according to this article, the last movie he directed was the only one he directed. And that was an O2 called Sunny that had James Franco in it as a male prostitute. 
I don't know that movie. The Croods, which was that animated movie oh, where he was the voice. Count. Animated stuff doesn't count. Then Ghost oh, yes, Rider, Spirit of Vengeance. That was terrible, apparently. What, Ghost Rider? Yes. 2011, Drive Angry before that. The Sorcerer's Apprentice before that. And then Kick-Ass in 2010. I guess in 06, he also threatened, if you want to call it that, to to quit acting as well. These yeah. are movies, by the way. Kick-Ass was not his movie. No, 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 no. And you know why he's been in... I mean, he's been in... 50 movies since yeah, 2010. He's got no money. Yeah. He's got no money. And, liter- and he literally said, he was like, I lost all my money, so I'm saying yes to everything. Yeah, he was in Kick-Ass. Did you say that? Yeah, yeah but that wasn't his movie. Wait, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that that's what you were talking about. Yeah, there's a lot like, What was films. the last, like, starring Go- Nicolas Cage? Ghost Rider. Or was Bang- Bangkok Dangerous his? Oh, no, I'm sorry. National National Treasure. Wasn't, there something, wasn't there something about a sorcerer or a magician or the something? Sorcerer's Apprentice. I said that one too, yeah. Oh, sorry. God, I'm not listening. I'm reading. Uh, what about Homeland? Anybody a fan of the uh, of the Homeland on Showtime? I was watching it after they killed the guy. Uh, the spoiler guy. alert. It's been a long time. I'm just saying. He just said the person's gender. Didn't say who it was. No, that doesn't narrow it down at all, does it? Uh, it's now in its seventh season. Again, it's on Showtime. A season next year has already been ordered, but it looks like that's the last one, according to one of the stars, Claire Danes. She says that will be the last one. She also she says she's really conflicted about it ending, but she said she's also ready to move on to something else. She also says that she is currently pregnant, so uh, it'll be, I believe it's her third kid. And for the record, Showtime has said that they have not decided whether or not season eight will be done. So either... It may not be her decision. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Uh, Nellie's girlfriend has dis- defended Nellie from the sexual assault claims from the very beginning. If you remember, she came out and said, no, he couldn't have done all of these things that everybody else is saying he's doing. Why? Because I was with him the whole time. Well, it isn't going to be a matter of opinion anymore because one of the alleged victims wants her to get up on stage and prove it. Stage once it get on up, stand, yeah, on the stand and prove it. And she wants photographs, receipts, social media postings, airline tickets, bus tickets, phone records, and any other documents regarding yeah, her whereabouts it. on these particular dates. And there's a lot of them. Three days in June of uh, 2016, three days in October 2017, uh, three days December of 2017. There's a lot she's going to have to prove. That is for sure. She wants a videotaped deposition as well and this lady is not going away whatsoever she wants proof of nelly's alibi we will find out today as a matter of fact whether or not someone will be charged in the death of prince seemingly out of nowhere this was kind of weird uh, they released a statement the carver county attorney in many minnesota released a statement yesterday saying that today carver county attorney mark metz will announce he is ch- his charging decision uh, whether or not somebody or more than one person will be charged following this investigation concerning the death of Prince Rogers Nelson. Uh, they they've no real hints or anything whatsoever. They're just saying, and I think it's 10 o'clock St. Louis time. It's somewhere around there. Uh, whether or not anybody's going to be charged with that overdose of, of fentanyl. So would it be obtaining the drugs? That's what I'm thinking. Through means not like kosher. doctor shopping, yeah. something yeah. like so, that. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I wonder if it's uh, what was the what was the Michael Jackson's doctor that got in trouble for it? Like, is it going to be a medical Conrad professional? Murray? That's it. Is it going to be a medical professional who gets charged with it, or is it going to be, hey, Billy got some street fentanyl? 
And then they used it. So. Right. And a couple other things about Prince. There's a, a memoir, and I heard Donnie talking about this yesterday. It's a memoir that Prince started years ago that I believe is coming out before the end of the year, but late this year. He was working on it when he passed away. He'd only gotten like 50 pages done. So it's kind of odd that this full, more than 50-page memoir is going to come out. I, I, I imagine somebody grabbed it and just finished it knowing what Prince was going to to put in the book, I don't know. It kind of that's ridiculous. I, I agree with him. That's that. Donnie was very fired up about that. That's as a ridiculous. Fact, How yeah. can you finish somebody's memoir? I don't know. I, just, I I don't know. And as far as his money is concerned, remember when everybody was coming out of the woodwork saying, "Hey, I'm his son, or I'm his uncle, or I'm this, or I'm that." Everybody wanted a piece of that estimated. $200 million estate. The only people that have gotten any of that money so far, bankers, lawyers, consultants. They have earned millions from it, and nobody else that's an heir has been able to touch it. Here's where things stand right now. Even though it's been nearly two years, uh, the executor of the state, which is Comerica Bank and Trust, can't split the money among any of the six surviving siblings until the IRS and the executor agree on the on the value of the thing. So that's what's holding it up. Again, that's they're estimating about $200 million is going to get split up. One day after undergoing emergency surgery for what was initially thought of uh, just being a spinal infection, Dance Mom star that Abby Lee Miller has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, cancer that develops in the lymphatic system. Uh, they're getting her to an oncologist. Uh, she, and now this doctor is involved to decide whether or not they're going to do chemo, radiation, more spine surgery, that sort of thing. She went into the emergency room after experiencing really bad neck pain and weakness in her arm. Nice. And she was hospitalized recently for a thyroid condition. And it, uh, this was all at right after she was released from her halfway house after serving 306 or to a halfway house after serving 366 days uh, for bankruptcy th- uh, fraud. So now that she's dealing with that. Who would have guessed that this little band from uh, a a tiny Canadian township a little over 20 years ago would end up tying a record that Van Halen held for the last 20 years? Nickelback. Not Nickelback. Hmm. 20 years old. Any record whatsoever, but here's the record. Wait, wait, wait. Is this something to guess? Yes, but I want to tell you what the record is, then you can can guess the band. Number one singles on the Billboard Mainstream Rock Chart. And they have 13 number ones, which, as I said, ties them with Van Halen. So, not a Canadian rock band, 20 years old. I have a guess. Not Nickelback. Ooh, I don't know. Not Nickelback. It's a single from their sixth album, if that helps, that came uh, late January that uh, that uh, tied them with Van Halen. Is it something we've played? Uh, it definitely the band for sure. I want to guess that it's Three Days Grace. What? Uh, Our Lady Peace. Man, this is a good one. This is a good one. a good trivia question. Who is it? Three Days Grace. Oh, Three Days Grace. Well, the information was on the internet. I mean, of course. It's going to know it. I'm choking. I didn't see it. I'm just choking. (laughs) Good for them. Cards at Cubs this afternoon, as far as we know. A a thousand guesses of that. That's one of my favorite bands. That's the only reason I guess is because I know they just had a new album and that song, The Mountain. One of your your favorite bands? That explains a lot. Next. On TV this afternoon, (laughs) Cards at Cubs, 120 FSM. (laughs) I don't know what that means. And on on TV tonight on A&E, Marsha Clark investigates the first 48. Remember that series that she's doing? And this week, it's the Robert Blake case. Are you saying this little day baseball today? I think so. (laughs) There's some makeup day baseball. 
Uh, today's crappy birthdays, Maria Sharapova is 31, Hayden Christensen is 37, Kate Hudson 39, James Franco is 40, uh, Ashley Judd is 50, Suge Knight 53, and today's Burton, the birthday of the day. Uh, he was in Rocky Horror Picture Show, It, Clue, Home Alone 2, Tim Curry is 72 years old. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet. You didn't men- mention Congo? I did it not mention Congo. Congo. Yes. Good God, man. Uh, today's porno birthday is Victoria Rose. Today's birthday girl, she's been smashed more than a car window during a hailstorm in 141 fine films, including Drunk Sex Orgy, Where the Wild Hoes Go. Dude, your girlfriend's in a porno. Also in Mom and Dad are Banging My Friends, Banging at the Bye Bar, and who can forget her unforgettable role in... Dude, seriously, did you bang my girlfriend? Hmm. Victoria Rose is 34 years old. That's your porno birthday, crappy birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. All right, welcome back. Home stretch. Time for some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. You know, we were talking about uh, dinner before, and do you eat dinner at the, at the dinner table with your family every night? I know Trico does. The, the Burtons don't do that. The Burtons kind of scatter. Yeah, we scatter. I mean, if everybody's eating at the same time, we'll. I mean, if it's just a wayward Wednesday night, we'll be in front of the TV most likely. Uh, what about the uh, the Moon Clan? Table. Table. Mm-hmm. Huge table. A big table. It's yeah. a banquet it, it table. Is a big table. <laughs> uh, in our house, it's you know dinner times at this time. Stop what you're doing, and we break bread together. Yeah, you that know, we were out to dinner the other night. I think it was Sunday night, and the kids were arguing back and forth. And I said, guys, stop it. Hmm. Now you have to, let's go around the table. Everybody's got to say one nice thing about the next person. You can't repeat. And they're still sitting there trying to think of something for you, right? No, no. I said, I said, <laughs> I'll, I'll start. I said, uh, to my son, I'm like, you're very good at math. I said to the girl, I was like, girl, you're good at, uh, at singing. You have a nice voice. I turned to my wife and said, you have a nice sweater on. <laughs> Why do I? This is true, isn't it? This is That's dead true. God, man. As I said, the other three are still sitting at the table. Yeah, I would have been too. Yeah, but yeah, I was like, just, just jokes. Man, oh man. So you came back with what as a serious one? Or are you still thinking? I said, you're a great mother. Okay. All right. Okay. I said, number one. And she said, I have white teeth. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's nice. nice huh? Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> Man. And, and listen, uh, as far as dinner time goes, you'd have to think there aren't many people who just sit at a table alone in silence eating dinner every night. It's 2018. We're always multitasking. So a survey asked people what other things they normally do while they eat dinner. Do you have the TV on? It's on. We're not watching it, but it's on. So why is it on then? Because it's background noise. Okay, so you need background noise. Yeah. What about you guys? No TV. No TV for us either. Yeah, if we're, at, when we're sitting at the kitchen table, absolutely no TV. We were we when I grew up, it was the TV was always on. Me too. See, I always grew always up with on. music on, so that was our background. It was my my dad had music in every single room. For us, the, for the most part, it's it's silence. Every once in a while, I'll have I'll have music on. See, music is the same. To me, that would be the same same exact thing as having the TV on. But it's nothing too aggressive. It's really just background. See, to really me, background f- for us, it's usually like Disney Junior or whatever the kids were watching at mm-hmm. the time. We said, hey, dinner. 
Instead of turning off the TV, it just gets left on, and then we just eat dinner. So the survey asked what other things people normally do while they eat dinner, and, and people give more than one answer. And here's what they found. 55% watch TV or movies. Uh, next up was talk to people uh, they're eating with. It's 45%. Okay, so I would have checked yes on both of those. Listen to music, 15%. No. Read. No, I'll read no. when I'm by myself. Like, I'll read and eat if I'm eating alone. Like Same reading here. a book? I'll read my phone. Or so, I'll read all the magazine open or the newspaper. I was going to say, so, so you would be more number five on this list then. Check social media? Yeah, because, I mean, you would probably, if, if you're reading your phone, you've more than likely gone to Twitter to find things. Oh, no, no. I'll go to my social, like, not social media, but I'll go to, like, my news sites and read news. I'm, I'm constantly reading news. Uh, yeah, 12% check social media, 13% read, 6% nothing. They just eat in silence. Hmm. 5% shop online and 4% work. I can't we do like silence, to, man. We like to have it where we talk to everybody. It's like, how's your day? Uh, just make up something. When's the last time you sat down, <laughs> ate a meal by yourself, and didn't do anything? Just ate. Uh, I, I do that almost every lunch. Here? No. When, I, when I'm at home, yeah. I sit at the table, and especially now, because I barely eat anything anyway. With nothing on? 35 With second nothing meal? It, and, and it, and it, and you it don't is have silence. your phone on your hand? My phone's on the table, but I'm not, I'm not looking You're at not it. You're not reading your phone or nothing? No. Oh. In between bites, you don't pick it up? No, not really. Nice. Because you, you also have to think, like, my meal right now, my meal is five bites. Yeah. And I'm done. That's true. Like, my meals are 20, 15, 20 minutes tops, but it's five bites, and I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I get really used to doing it on tour. I'd be the first one up, walk to a coffee shop or something, just sit, have a meal by myself. Got really used to it, so it became fairly normal. And you do nothing? Nothing. You just sit. Not even just pick a mag. Usually there's magazines at the door or something. No, or... no, you just enjoy the moment. Yeah. Try to figure out what city you're in. The RFT? <laughs> Sauce magazine at the door? No. And, and finally, in your news, uh, I would have loved to have been here for this. A traveler in Moscow managed to fall onto a baggage claim carousel while she was trying to uh, get her dog carrier recently. And she was accidentally swept away on the carousel at the airport. I don't know if the woman or the pet were hurt, but now she's being fined for damaging the airport's freight transportation system. And I don't know how fast the baggage carousel was moving at the time, but... Man, there's got to be video of this. Oh, there has to be, and it's got to be brilliant. And she's being fined, which is, I don't know how much. I think they put you to death there in Russia for that. <laughs> and that's a capital offense. If there was damage to the carousel. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, there was damage. Oof. This is the Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. Making way for Donnie Fandango next. All right, one final thing to do, if you guys would, or at least one of you. Please uh, shut down the boats for the yeah, craziest freak of the way. Thank you, guys. <laughs> All right, here's how it shook out, and thank you for your votes. Uh, in third place, with 10% of your votes, nominee number one, Connie Hung. That is the lady from Okinawa who is looking for a man who uh, is packing nine and uh, can send her some really funny memes. Uh, but you got to be a rich white guy. All right, in second place with 21% of your votes, nominee number two, 
Scary Oldman. That is the uh, the guy that's looking for a silver fox to come to an apartment in Florissant with him. He's going to tie you up. He's going to do a whole bunch of vile things, and then you're going to get the hell out, you big sissy. And no doubt, here is your number one. With 69% of your votes, it's nominee number three, Bill Cosby. Pleasure a beast. Man for anyone. 35-year-old Liverpool. Greetings, all. I am looking for the pleasures of a four-legger, and hopefully you can be of help to me. I am willing to sacrifice almost all of my dignity to get what I want. And what I want is your furry four-legger. Please spot me a few hours. Does not matter if male or female. I just need some alone time with them. I cannot promise that I will return in exact condition, but I can promise that I will not hurt or injure your furry friend. That is a guarantee. In exchange for you will allow me to have some alone time with your friend, I am willing to give myself to you. Do what you will. The only thing I ask you steer clear of is scarring and marking on my face and arms. I have a very professional job and need to keep my personal life very personal. If you want to treat me like a Kazi, that's fine. Just leave me a towel to clean up. A relationship must be kept secretive at all times. No one will ever know our interaction. Please send a photo of your four-legger with your response. I'm eagerly waiting to set this up. Thanks. I always says no scarring. There will be scarring, sir. <laughs> when your face is pounded in by somebody for being a monster. A lot of times that results in a... There will be, there will be scarring and bruising <laughs> of the face. Uh, there you go. Bill Kazi is your Freak of the Week. Moving on to the next round of the Freak of the Year playoffs, vying for that spot on the Jerry Sandusky Memorial Plaque. Hey, big thanks to King Scott in there. Thank you, King Scott. The blog and podcast up there for you at 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Moon, what do we got? Nicholas Cage news. A man is now gay after taking painkillers. Uh, we have some uh, baseball <laughs> some baseball news. A heck of a headline hooge. And a lot of food news. If for anything else, uh, I mean, if for nothing else, you should go to the blog, check out the uh, food news. 43% of us are picky eaters. And there's a whole bunch of weird stats that we got into. It was pretty awesome. That and the podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash. It's on the website. Yep, right there. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Patrico, video of the day. The Ric Flair theme continues and this time rick flair for some reason gets in his boxers and starts beating up his own clothes you can check it out for yourself 1057thepoint.com slash moon is right this is all right up there on all our right. website uh later on this afternoon moon at the sunshine daydream in the loop they'll be out there from three to five o'clock giving away a whole bunch of stuff uh tomorrow i'll be out at their location in south county from three to five Saturday, you are at the Custom Sounds Custom in Sounds. South County from 12 to 2. And I'll be out at the Sunshine Daydream in Fairview Heights from 3 to 5. And on Sunday, I'll be out at the Custom Sounds in South County from 12 to 2. All right. I think that about covers it. Tomorrow, Friday Fail Stories, Real or Fake Results. Uh, were you paying attention? We'll blow out the rest of our prizes and a whole lot more. Yes. Okay. I agree. Anything else? No. Perfect. That's it. All right, we leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day, shouting out Christina Jesser one more time. Yeah. Way to go, Christina. I believe uh, the band is pronounced Pantura. That's it. 
Pantera. And uh, here's this song. Sweet. For Christina. All right, see you tomorrow. Bye. Donnie Nash. This is the Rizzuto Show. <laughs>